The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. What a weekend, huh? Anybody else have a great weekend? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, producer Ron did. Uh, his team is Oklahoma. Oh, that's cool. Uh-huh. Uh, your team is... Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what you're... Uh, Nebraska... What are we talking about teams? Something or others. Uh, I don't know what you mean. Corn diggers or... The corn diggers. Corn that's pickers. A, no, that's a good one. I, whatever. They used uh, to be the bug eaters, by the way. No, they weren't. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. Yeah. But also, there was a team from Provo, Utah. What are they called? Oh, yeah, BYU. That's... <laughs> the Cougars King, Wisconsin's butt. The Cougs just King, Wisconsin's butt. The mouths of their critics are finally shut. The Cougs King, Badger butt. <laughs> Cougs just King, Wisconsin's butt. Wisconsin's butt. The mouths of their critics are finally shut. Now bring on Washington. Yeah, bring on Washington. All right, I just about passed out. I haven't done that in a while. Hold on, what was that about critics in there? It got a little cumbersome there. What was that? I don't know. I don't know. It just happens. It just flows. It just came out. Something about critics. Yeah. Um, You wouldn't believe the amount of nonsense I had to read during the offseason. And how no one, including all the Cougar writers, all the BYU sports writers, and there's a lot of them, people who blog, people who write for you know the the, the sports uh, section of the local papers, um, the the people who are just fans, nobody believed in them, and I, I had to read this the whole time. Absolutely no chance to beat Washington or or uh, Wisconsin either, or Boise State or Utah or Arizona. And they didn't beat Cal, obviously, but that's the one everybody thought they might win. Mm-hmm. But they gave no chance against anyone. Yeah. And I kept saying, I think we kind of this is a talented team. This could happen. No, just be ridiculous. That can't happen. It's impossible. I heard the same stuff, although uh, you know, thirty years ago, thirty has it already been? 34 years ago? Yes. Mm-hmm. During the 1984 season. Wow. You can't get there from here. No, I don't care how many games they win. They can go undefeated. They, you can't get there from here. You cannot win the national championship from where BYU is. Well, they did. Huh. They finished 13-0, beating Michigan in their bowl game, and they won the national championship. When will people learn? When will people learn? So you just have to wait... What, 34 years for a big win? Is that no, what they've the had, moral of the story had big wins oh, between the, okay. these times. But I'm just used to I've seen this my whole life. With For some reason, you know, if anything goes wrong, it's over for the rest, the, the history of the, the future of the program. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. I believed in them on Saturday. Pat. Thank you. So Thank much you, that Keith. I put my money where my mouth is and I put money on the Cougars to win. Did you really? Yeah, I stood to win really big, too, except for... Uh, 
I kind of I kind of made a little parlay bet out of it, and so uh, the other team. Oh, you probably should. You got to stop doing that. That happened yeah. to you last time. Yep, that's right. I, I put money on the Packers when they were uh, mm-hmm. down by twenty, but then I thought, you know what? Let's uh, let's go for the gusto here and put money on the Astros to to win their game, which was five to five with the Red Sox at the time. They lost, so I lost that mm-hmm. bet, which happened again on Saturday because I put money on a sure thing, a sure thing, Pat Gray, to go along with the BYU upset. Mm-hmm. I put money on Nebraska. <clears throat> And who'd Nebraska play? Oh yeah, uh, Let's uh, not, I don't. It doesn't. What does it matter? Whoever it was, they lost to them. Yeah. They're zero two now, right? That's right. First time since nineteen fifty-seven. Kind of disappointing. Kind of. Oh, just mildly. Yeah. yeah. Just a mild disappointment there. But yeah. So I put Nebraska. I put money on them as well. And and so BYU. How much would you have won if you just would have left it's it at of BYU? Your business. You know, this is a private conversation I'm having with myself in the audience right now. Except for the fact that I'm hearing it too, and I'm sitting right next <sighs> next to you. It would have been a. It's on my show. A few hundred bucks. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> On a bet of how much? A dollar or whatever? Right. No, I mean, they're 23 and a half point underdogs. They, they were uh, plus 2,200. 22. So wow. for every dollar you put on them, they would win 22. Okay. So I forgot what Nebraska, Pretty good odds, how man. they would have changed it, but it was about 10 or 12 dollars or something. Mm. Something like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Whatever. It wasn't a big bet, but you know, mm-hmm. it would have paid big if uh, I had put money on anyone not named Nebraska to go along with that BYU bet. Mm, 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 mm. So anyway, congratulations! Well, I was very yeah. happy for you. I mean, it moved you to actually tweet Sunday morning. I wake it up did. and I see what in the heck? Mm-hmm. There's a tweet from Pat Gray out here. Mm-hmm. That was pretty fascinating, and I think the Twitter world mm-hmm. was fascinated as well. That, <laughs> that it took well, that. That's what it takes to That's get what Pat Gray to tweet. That's what it takes on the weekend. So they're ranked twenty uh, fifth at the AP poll now. That, it was, <laughs> nice. It was you know it's I mean it's a nationally televised win against the mm-hmm. sixth ranked team in the country, mm-hmm. and even though they lost last week, that was enough to push them to the top twenty five. Oh, I've got a new so bet. Oh, I've got a new underwear bet for Jeffy. Yeah, new underwear bet. I doubt he'll take it, but okay, we'll if- see. Should I, tell, should I wait till he gets yeah, here? Yeah, wait till he gets okay, here. Okay, so about an hour and a half from now, you're going to hear the new bet that will have Jeffy eating Pat's underwear. <laughs> and it's going to be awesome. By the way, more on trivia, accurate and correct again. It was right again. Mm-hmm. Dallas S- over the Giants. Still a thousand percent on the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was I was a little nervous about that. I I didn't think Dallas could beat the Giants, and they did. And they once again did. So, uh the the score I think was what twenty to fourteen twenty thirteen twenty thirteen nice it wasn't even that close that was the Giants yeah they scored kind of late yeah it was twenty to three I think at one point uh so pretty great uh it, the Packers over the weekend battled to a tie oh no and they got called for something <laughs> I have never heard of in my life Clay Matthews uh, tackled Kirk Cousins the quarterback for the Vikings. Mm-hmm. And there was a penalty because he tackled the quarterback. I, you can't tackle the quarterback anymore. Uh, Keith looked this up. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't that he put his full weight. We talked about this last week. If you put your full weight on the quarterback, uh, you'll get a penalty for that. If you hit him low, you get a penalty for that. Mm-hmm. If you hit him high, there's a penalty for that. Okay. So there's like a six-inch mm-hmm. area yeah. where you can... Touch the quarterback and try to gently bring him down with the mattress underneath yes. him. And the pillow. We've talked and about the this. Pillow. It has to have the pillow, You want too. him to be really comfortable when he when he lands. And wait until it gets cold. Uh, I to have a blankie, too. Right. So this, it wasn't any of those things. No. It was something new that we haven't heard of yep. before called burping the quarterback. Mm-hmm. He, Clay Matthews was penalized 
for burping the quarterback. Maybe Kirk Cousins so. just has, you know, indigestion. You know, maybe he just got that mm-hmm. acid reflux. So it's not Clay Matthews' fault That's that he burped the quarterback. But yeah, so apparently if you pick the quarterback up and then tackle him, then that's a penalty. He didn't pick him up. The problem is he didn't pick him up. I mean, Kirk Cousins was falling backwards. Literally, it is not mm-hmm. an exaggeration to say there is no way to safely tackle the quarterback no, in this league anymore. Yeah, you can't. And so that ended up caught, that continued the drive for the Vikings. They mm-hmm. tied it up, mm-hmm. and it went overtime. We're ended in a tie. Uh, someone said that there was a similar call against the Vikings. I, I'm sorry that I have not seen that. I've only seen the burping mm. of Kirk Cousins by Clay Matthews. Just really something. Uh, they're trying really hard to ruin yeah. the best sports industry in the world. Yeah, the coolest game, the one, the most beloved sport in American history, and they're trying their darndest to ruin it now. Yeah, those of us that are left after the kneeling controversy, mm-hmm. um, we're quickly getting chased away by the game sucks controversy by the sissification of football. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want any. I don't want the quarterbacks get, to get hurt. But you've gone so ridiculously far now that it, it's untenable. It's like, okay, what is this? Isn't the National Football League anymore? I, I don't know what it is, but you you can't call it the National Football League. It's a uh, it's a sham now. It's a Travis sham mockery. So it's unfortunate. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Huge flooding. In the wake of Hurricane Florence, um, catastrophic flooding, in some cases spread across the Carolinas yesterday. Roads to Wilmington were cut off by the epic deluge. And muddy river water is swamping entire neighborhoods miles inland. And they say it's possible that it it could get a lot worse because the rivers are overflowing their banks. And so there's going to be more flooding. The risk to life... Uh, according to Governor Roy Cooper, is rising with the angry waters. So the storm, as it continued to head westward, dumping more than 75 centimeters of rain. Nobody knows what that is. That could be an inch, could be 45 feet. I I don't know what that is. Okay, it says here. I mean, somebody must have done some, I don't know. Somebody had an abacus on them? 30 inches. 30 okay. inches of rain huh. since Friday. Wow, look at that. And that's really bad. Yeah, and, I mean, you can see how... Uh, devastating. Devastating it is to this entire area. <sighs> Roads leading in and out of Wilmington are underwater. It's kind of left it uh, this urban island. Residents waiting for hours outside stores and restaurants for just basic things like water. Uh, Woody White, the chairman of the Board of Commissioners in New Hanover County, said officials were planning for food and water to be flown into the coastal city of nearly 120,000 people. Our roads are flooded. There's no access to Wilmington. Now, if you'd like to help out, we could certainly use your help at Mercury One. Our partners are engaged right now. They're taking action in the affected areas. Mercury One's photographer, Jeremy Locke, sending updates from the field on Facebook and Instagram, you can check out mercuryone.org um, <clears throat> to find out more information and to link to their social accounts. Team Rubicon continues to uh, stage equipment and personnel outside the, fork, the the area that's been hardest hit. Operation Barbecue Relief is there. 6,000 meals were delivered yesterday. 
Um, Operation Barbecue Relief is finalizing two other locations and will be feeding up to 35,000 meals a day. Got 170 volunteers so far. Um, Somebody Cares is also staging areas and helping out, as is City Impact, the Provisions Project, and Cleaning for the World. So go to mercuryone.org if you'd like to help your fellow Americans in this really tough time. It's just really, really sad to see this uh, to another area in our country. Uh, Last year we had Houston that was so horribly, catastrophically decimated, and now it's happening again in the Carolinas. 888-900-3393. Losing weight and keeping it off can be a real struggle. And, of course, you know, you can ask anybody who's past, I don't know, 40, and they'll tell you it's even tougher when your metabolism starts to slow down. But that's where Riduzone comes in. With proper nutrition, diet, and exercise, Riduzone will help you lose weight and, more importantly, help you keep those pounds from coming back. And to me, that's the hardest part. This is a great product that has, uh, they've took, taken the good stuff in olive oil, the OEA that's been shown to boost metabolism and reduce appetite. So if you've been struggling with this, give this a try. See if it helps. Order yours today at riduzone.com, R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. When you enter the promo code PAT, you'll get 30% off a three-month supply. It's riduzone.com, promo code PAT. Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh John in Utah. Welcome to the Blaze. From a University of Utah fan, Pat, congratulations. And I mean oh. that one hundred percent. Thank you. Thank you. You're a Ute no fan. Problem. Hardcore lifelong Ute fan. Okay. And uh I also got a prediction. Yeah. You you guys are you guys are beating us this year. <laughs> uh that's an amazing prediction from a utah fan that's uh i appreciate that i think you're right <laughs> at least I'm, I hope. I'm usually i'm usually pretty arrogant about that too <laughs> are you really uh oh, was yeah. it was it the washington game that or was it byu's win over wisconsin that it's so i didn't fully expect us to beat washington but yeah. i didn't expect us to lose to washington that way yeah i expected us to play much better than that yeah it's a tough one so, but I will say this: you can. I mean, you never know what's going to happen in the BYU Utah game because they're just, you know, those rivalries. One can be down, the other up, and they the one who's down could shock you. You never know. It's just yeah. it's it's all emotion. Appreciate it though. Yeah, Thanks. I, Thanks, John. We'll thank see. You. We unfortunately, well, or fortunately, because I, I like it when it's at the end of the year. It's the last game of the season, so we won't know for a while. But in two weeks. We'll get a nice barometer because BYU plays the same Washington team. Mm-hmm. They just did. Yeah, we'll see how they do. So what are your realistic hopes now for the rest of the season? Well, I told you my prediction at the beginning of the year was 10-2. and two, So okay. I'm sticking to that. Well, yeah, but you, but you penciled in losses to a couple of teams, right? That uh, one of them wasn't Cal. So. I didn't re- – no, no. 
one of them could have been Wisconsin. I just I didn't predict who oh, specifically okay. they would lose to. Okay, you know, uh, but it's nice to have uh, have beaten Wisconsin, which no one gave them any chance of doing. Uh, pretty awesome. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and it Pat unleashed from the fluffy bald snarky McStark face. <laughs> you think burping the quarterback is a bad call? Just wait until a player gets penalized for Heimlich maneuvering the quarterback. Nope. Uh, Dr. Rocky McRockaface. <laughs> so what the NFL is saying is that QBs are nothing but big, big babies. You have to cradle their heads and neck if you intend to lay them down on the ground. And there is burping involved. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. TMXDM. I'm really trying hard not to remind uh, Keith that Nebraska paid Troy $1,150,000 to lose to them at home uh, because both of my teams lost on Saturday. Uh-huh. Says. Yeah. Okay, one $1.1 million. Jeez. Yep. That's what they guaranteed, Troy? $1.1 million? That's, what they, that's said, a nice payday. Thanks for kicking our butts at home and uh, uh-huh. let me cut you a check on your way out. That's <laughs> a team Boise State destroyed, too. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. Really? Oh, that's a good thought. I think it was like, uh, seems to me it was 56 or six to three, 63 to 24. I don't know. Something like that. It mm. was it was ugly. Yeah, 56-20. Um, 56-20. Well, that feels good since mm-hmm. Boise State just got annihilated by Oklahoma State. <laughs> right. Boy, this is such a great <laughs> yeah. conversation for me it's, to be having. If the Falcons nearly blew it uh, at home against the Panthers. If, Although they won. Yeah, they did. Give them credit. If, they if won. they had lost... Um, there's a very good chance uh, I would not be here today. I might be sitting at a bar somewhere, just <laughs> crying in my beer, because that was, ooh, not a good football weekend there. Yeah. Well, uh, they salvaged it for you, though. Mm-hmm. So you got that going for you. Yeah. Um, to me, this whole Kavanaugh situation now seems, and I know you can't say this, but it seems shady to me. I, I'm, I don't buy it. I just don't. Uh, how convenient is it that all of a sudden now, Brett Kavanaugh has a sexual assault from when he was in college in 19, what, 82 or something? 1980s? Early 1980s. Uh, so his nomination process has been plunged into chaos because a woman is accusing him now of sexual assault and she spoke publicly for the first time yesterday um she says that in uh she was at a party with him i guess no with a lot of people but he and a friend had her cornered in a room and he uh pinned her to a bed on her back and groped her over her clothes grinding his body against hers while clumsily attempting to pull off her one-piece bathing suit and the clothing she wore over it. When she tried to scream, he put his hand over her mouth. She claims, I thought he might inadvertently kill me. He was trying to attack me and remove my clothing. Ford said she was able to escape when Kavanaugh's friend and classmate at Georgetown Prep School. So this was even, is this high school then? Not even college? Yeah. It's high school. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, his, his friend Mark Judge jumped on top of them, sent, sending all three tumbling to the floor. Then she ran from the room, 
briefly locked herself in a bathroom and then fled the house. She told no one, as is so often the case, until 2012 when she was in couples therapy with her husband. Um, so is it beyond the Democrats to put somebody up to this? I don't know. I don't know. It just seems like a very strange time to all of a sudden, okay, 35 years ago, there was this incident. Yeah. And she's a big time Democrat, I think, donor. Big time Democrat. And uh, so, you know. She could have just been motivated by her own... Could have. ...himself, instead of being put up, you know, by the Democrats. But, and they know full good and well. The Democrats understand what's going on right now. They know this climate. So just the accusation could quite possibly derail his nomination. I mean, that could end it for him. Uh, He has vehemently denied the charges, said this didn't happen... Um, she claims everybody was drunk or he was really, really drunk. And, uh, and I love the fact that she threw in that she might've, he might've killed her even. Uh, she definitely thinks if he wasn't that, if he wasn't as drunk as he was, he would have raped her. She calls it attempted rape. Um, and is the accusation going to be enough to just derail his entire nomination process? Could yeah, be. in a fresh uh, be. fresh denial out this morning. Uh, we got it up on the screen at the Blaze TV um, about how he's he's saying, hey, I'll talk to the Judiciary Committee, um, please, because yeah. this is completely false. He has been very specific in saying this is not true whatsoever. His statement, you can see it on the screen, this is a completely false allegation. I have never done anything like what the accuser describes to her or to anyone. Because this never happened, I had no idea who was making this accusation. Until she identified herself yesterday. I'm willing to talk to the Senate Judiciary Committee in any way the committee deems appropriate to refute these, this false allegation from 36 years ago and defend my integrity. Um, yes. I, I, I don't know. You're not even supposed to deny this stuff. You're just supposed to say, okay, I probably acted in a bad way at one time and I apologize. But fortunately, standing up for himself now. I would think, unless this person's been paid off too, the, uh, the friend involved, maybe you could find him. I haven't seen anything from this, uh, uh, his friend Mark. Is it Mark Judge? They said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, has anybody attempted to find him and get his thoughts on that? Hey, do you remember jumping on top of the pile and knocking everybody to the floor back in 1982 at the party that uh, you guys were apparently so drunk at and Brett Kavanaugh attempted to rape somebody. Remember that? Does anybody ask the guy? And the accuser, isn't her story like how many guys were involved? Hasn't that changed? Uh, as well as when it happened? She says that she, when she was in therapy, she told the therapist that there were two people in there, okay. but the therapist wrote it down as four people. She oh. said there were four guys at the party, but only two of them were in the room at the time. So she's blaming the discrepancy on her therapist misunderstanding. So that's kind of like if you drink two Dos Equis, you may have Mm -hmm. had four X's instead of just the two. (laughs) I'm going to say yes. I I, I don't understand the analogy, but yes. Kind of fuzzy math there. I'm going to say say. yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
And doesn't she also have the time? Mm. Didn't that change as well? Like what year it happened? Uh, I, I think I saw something like that where it may have happened this time, but mm. it may have happened this way. I don't know if it's pretty traumatic. I haven't Look, seen that one. It hasn't happened to me, but uh, right. I would think that you would kind of know. And I would think you would tell somebody. Yeah. When it happened. When it happened. A friend, your mother, your dad, the police. How about the police? If it's an attempted rape, call the police. Or how about a friend that you're leaving the party with? You're yeah. like, I got to get out of here. You won't believe what just happened to me. I'll tell you in the car. The guy wasn't a, a judge of any kind then. You, so what are you afraid of? Call the police. She's, uh, her lawyer says she has taken a polygraph. She's a credible person. These are serious allegations and this should be addressed. Um, you didn't say she passed the polygraph test. All you said was... She took it, and she's credible. <laughs> well, that's kind of interesting. That's an interesting uh, way to phrase that. She's taken a polygraph. She is a credible person. Hmm. Okay. Uh, we have to look at these things with a somewhat skeptical eye. Yeah, take it seriously, but also try to verify Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray returns. On the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. As we continue to bask in the glow of BYU's win over Wisconsin on Saturday. I'm sure the whole nation is mm-hmm. feeling as I am today. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure they are. Uh-huh. Uh all right. Let's go to uh Steve in Missouri. Hey Steve, you're on the Blaze. Hi. Hey. Uh like I was telling your screener. This stuff's going to get so bad one of these days, you know, this mudslinging. Mm-hmm. That when someone says, you know, I'm going to appoint you for Supreme Court, they're going to say, no, thank you. I don't want to be dragged through the mud. Mm-hmm. because They're going to find something that you did when you were in kindergarten or yep. like this case, you know. He came up to me at a party and said, hello, how, how dare him force himself on me that way? Yeah, I, you're right. It's going to cost us good people. Yeah, and eventually they're not going to nominate men anymore. They're just going to nominate all women because mm-hmm. you don't get accusations against women like this. Right. Well, women never do anything wrong. No. Oh, no. They're, right. you know they're that. all you know that. angels. Right. That's no. right. Uh, appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Steve. Uh, that's, that's an aspect of this that sometimes goes unnoticed, that who's going to want to go through this process? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I mean, when we're in high school, is there anybody who didn't do something stupid? I mean, I know probably not something super serious like mm-hmm. he's being accused of, but everybody's done something dumb. No. No? Was, you haven't. You didn't no, do anything I was, stupid? I was no, so perfect, Pat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't even begin to describe. I'm, I'm sure you can't. Nope. Didn't make any mistakes. No mm-hmm. errors. I mean, just... No hits, no runs, no errors. I was flawless. You know what? For mm-hmm. 42 plus years, I've been just right down the there's line. Nothing that I mean, is there's awesome. Just nothing. So Seriously don't even bother awesome. looking because there's nothing there. <laughs> okay. 
So but, you'd accept a nomination and, and say, yep, go through everything. In oh, my hell no. I don't want to live within <laughs> a million miles of Washington, D.C. Are you kidding Jeez. me? I mean. What a cesspool. I mean, seriously, and, and Glenn's mentioned this before. It's like good men don't even want to run anymore. Exactly no, right. what the caller's point was. It's like yeah. why even subject yourself, even if you are 100% clean? Yeah. It just, what? why trouble yourself? Kavanaugh has a comfortable life, I'm sure, as a, as oh, a federal sure. circuit court judge, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, why would you want the scrutiny? I don't know. It's I don't, not. I really worth don't know. It, seriously, I I wouldn't. I don't. I wouldn't. You know, and I I don't know that I've done anything that would seriously embarrass me or my family. But I know I've done stupid things. You've done hard time, actually. <laughs> I've done hard time. Yeah, they could go hell, back to right? the. Means- they could go back to the night I spent in jail Oof. over an unpaid parking ticket. I mean, you are a scofflaw, and oh, man. I'm so glad that that oh, judge man. did what he did. Yeah, because sentenced me to 30 days with 29 suspended and uh, hit me hard. Were you a changed man? Changed man. It turned my life around. Mm -hmm. I paid my parking tickets after that. I'll tell you that. (laughs) And your speeding tickets that followed. Yes. And there were many. Mm -hmm. And there were many. You've had the opportunity to to, Mm -hmm. uh, make good on that uh, many, many times in your life. I I absolutely have, yes. Um, so there's all of those things in my past. Yeah. There, you know, there's something for everybody. Come on. It, it's just, how do you even believe the people when you know that the Democrats are looking for absolutely anything they can possibly find? Are they above making something up? We all know they're not. Of course they're not. They make up stuff all the time. And they hate Trump so much and thus they hate his nominee so much. And really, this is the best guy they could hope for. Go ahead and say no to him. And sure. let's see what happens with the next nominee. Yep. yep. The, the next nominee is probably going to be what's-her-face? Uh, Amy uh, <clears throat> yeah. Barrett? Amy yes. Barrett, yeah, Amy right? Coney Barrett. That's the one you wanted. That's the one I, yes. So, okay. Okay, you got us. I guess we'll take Kevin Hall's nomination and put it down, and we'll go with a... Uh, Amy Coney Barrett. A uh, uh, woman. You want a woman, Judge? All right. How okay. about this one? Staunch pro-life. You're going to love her, Democrats. <laughs> Bring it on. I think a lot more solidly uh, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. anti-Roe v. Wade, yeah. very, very pro-life, of um, much more conservative record. She's... I mean, I and I think Trump would do that next time. Oh, yeah. Like, okay, you didn't like him? How about this? Let's do this. Try this. (laughs) Now, the Democrats want to put this off uh, because they want to elongate this uh, scandal. They want to investigate this scandal. And they want to wait until after the election because they're hoping that they regain control of the Senate. And if they regain control of the Senate, nobody's going to get approved. Yeah, this process with Kavanaugh <laughs> was supposed to conclude coming up Thursday of this week with the full Senate vote. And that probably won't happen now. And how easy is that? In this environment, how easy is it to just find somebody to say, uh, you were molested by him back in uh, the early 80s? I'd be so... I mean, of course they're, they're capable of that. I don't know for a fact that that happened. But how can you not have your suspicions about that? They know full well that just the accusation uh, might be enough to completely derail his nomination. Um, Just so you know, there is an accusation that has just started to circulate against you, Pat Gray. Is there? Yeah. And it is? Well, 
Putin on a Ritz just tweeted out that you were victimized, uh, that, that this individual was victimized by you, Pat Gray, mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. mean streets of Hella, Montana. Uh, happened on the tour train? Does that ring a bell? Oh, on no, the- wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. The Confederate fountain? Hold on. No, Ever. wait, wait. It was the uh, gates of the mountains. <laughs> anyway, uh, they, they remember every detail like it was yesterday. Hashtag me too. <laughs> Did all those places ring a bell, by the way? Yes. Nice job with the Google yeah. Putin on a Ritz. That's good. It's <laughs> good. So, uh, so, so <clears throat> don't be angling for Kavanaugh's spot if they pull his nomination now because right. the truth is out about you. There you go. Or thereabouts. And just the accusation is enough. Mm-hmm. You're done. You're done at that point. Yep. All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, uh, this is kind of fun because Jake Tapper, we've said before, <laughs> he's an actual journalist. He will treat both sides pretty much equally. Now I know he seems not to like Donald Trump all that much, <laughs> um, but you know he asked Obama some tough questions. He held his feet to the fire a little bit. Uh, during the, those eight years, he was one of the few. He, he and John Carl from ABC uh, are two of two of the journalists who are among the last of their kind. And over the weekend, he had Alexandria Ocasio Cortez on to ask how she's going to pay for her forty trillion dollar plan. Forty trillion dollars is what all of her socialism <laughs> would cost. Uh, here's how that conversation went. Your platform has called for various new programs, including Medicare for All, Housing as a Federal Right, a Federal Jobs Guarantee, Tuition-Free Public College, Canceling All Student Loan Debt. Um, According to nonpartisan and left-leaning studies friendly to your cause, including the Center on Budget and Policy Priorities or the Tax Policy Center, the overall price tag is more than $40 trillion in the next decade. You recently said in an interview that increasing taxes on the very wealthy plus an increased corporate tax rate would make $2 trillion over the next 10 years. So where is the other $38 trillion going to come from? Well, one of the things that we need to realize when we look at something like Medicare for All, Medicare for All would save the American people a very large amount of money. And what we see as well is that these systems are not just uh, pie in the sky. They are, many of them are accomplished by every modern question. civilized democracy in the Western world. The United uh, the United Kingdom has a form of single-payer health care. Canada, France, Germany. What we need to realize is that these investments are better and they are good for our future. These are generational investments so that not just they're not short-term band-aids, but they are really profound decisions about who we want to be as a nation and and how we want to act as the wealthiest nation (laughs) in the history of the world. Right. No, No. I I get that. But uh, the price tag for everything that you've laid out in your campaign is $40 trillion over the next 10 years. Mm -hmm. Um, I understand Mm -hmm. that Medicare for Mm -hmm. All uh, would cost more to some wealthier people uh, and to the government and to taxpayers while also reducing individual health care expenditures. But I'm talking about the overall package. You say it's not pie in the sky, but $40 trillion is quite a bit of money. uh, And the the taxes that you talked about raising to pay for Mm -hmm. this, Mm -hmm. to pay for your agenda... Only count for two. And I'm, I'm, we're going by left-leaning mm-hmm. uh, analysts. Right. Well, when you look again at, again, again how our health care works, currently yeah. mm-hmm. we pay m- much of these costs go into the private sector. So what we see is, for example, 
you know, a year ago, I was working downtown in a restaurant. I, I went around and I asked how many of you folks have health insurance. Not a single person did because oh, these, they, were paying, they would have had to have paid $200 a month uh, for for a payment for insurance that, that had an $8,000 yeah. deductible. What these represent are lower costs overall for these programs. And additionally, what this is, is a broader agenda. We do know and we acknowledge that there are political realities. They don't always happen with just the wave of a wand, but we can work to make these things happen. Hey, Putin, we're and asking fact, you a specific when we, when you question. Look at the economic activity How do that we afford it? For example, uh, if you look at my generation, millennials, mm -hmm. the amount of, of economic activity that we do not engage in. How do you the pay fact for that we it? We delay purchasing homes, that we don't participate in the economy and purchasing right. cars, Right, I don't care about any of this. How do you pay for it? It is a cost. It is a, a, an externality, if you will. An externality? Of, um, unprecedented, oh, Wait, what? unprecedented amounts so, of student loan mm. debt. I'm assuming I'm not going to get an answer for the other $38 trillion. You're exactly <laughs> right, Jake. That's, a, uh, that's so good, good stuff. Mm-hmm. That's, and that's what she does every single time anybody asks her. Okay, these are wonderful programs you're proposing. Just fantastic. And I get it. Every other country in the West has socialism in their healthcare system. How are we going to pay for it? How? Yeah. And if the answer to that question is this isn't pie in the sky, Jake, you might have a problem with your numbers. Yeah, well, she does. She has no idea what she's talking about. She doesn't Never. have any idea. Well, it's actually going to save the average person money. Well, yeah, because it's the government paying for it. And where does the government get that money? Us! But look, Jake. Get some money from us! I've been talking with people, you know, a year ago when I was working in a restaurant. Yeah, not a single one of them had health care. No, everybody who can, What the hell are they doing at your restaurant then? They've got enough money to go out to dinner, but they can't buy health care? Shut up. Get out of here. Not one of them had health care. Can you imagine your waitress uh, as she comes over to your table? Uh, hi, I'm Alexandria, and I'm here to... I'll be your server tonight. All right, thanks. Do you guys have health care? I'm sorry? Do you guys have health care? Did you go ahead and carry your private insurance? I'm sorry, what's the special? What kind of health care do you have? What the hell's a special? Uh, it's a bologna sandwich, but what kind of health care do you have? Well, I mean, what the hell are you talking about? Well, if I answer... You went and asked your patrons, your <sighs> customers, what kind of health care they have or if they have it at all? Shut up. She's such a liar. She's a lying sack here. And this is just, it's asinine that this 28-year-old <laughs> is telling America that we can't, uh, that we have to do this be to, in order to be a decent country. Uh, it's just, it's... i tell you what. Uh, I, I'm going to go with the so bologna sandwich and a side of copay. That's, I, okay, I, first of all, I have to know if you have health care. Right, well... I'm not going to get your... I'm not even bringing ice water to your table until you tell me. I mean, is it happy hour yet? And by the way, in New York, ice water is really tough to get. You almost have to beg them for it. Oh. They'll bring you water, uh -huh. and it's warm, and they'll they'll pour it into your... Like, do you have, I don't know, frozen water here? Is it? Do you have like a, uh, I don't know, water freezing device? Can I get a straw, or is that going to get me locked up? <laughs> no, you'll, no, we'll beat you uh -huh. to death and, uh, and, if you ask for a straw. And do they put the calorie count for water on the side of the glass? <laughs> Probably. Because I know they're required to put everything yeah. else calorie count-wise up there. <laughs> uh, 888-900-3393. Um, let me tell you about Brickhouse Nutrition. It's Field of Greens from Brickhouse. 
they have the goal of creating a real superfood, specially designed to enhance your health and help you reach your full potential. So a team of physicians got together and formed Brickhouse Nutrition, and they created Field of Greens. They wanted to do something that wasn't just extracted from food. It was actual, real superfood. And that difference sets it apart. can be seen right on the bottle. It has a nutrition facts panel because it is real food. It, it didn't go off the cliff with the rest of the industry. One scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real, certified vegan, vegetarian, and USDA organic fruits and vegetables, complete with the antioxidants. So it's a daily clean green energy that fuels your body for a healthier and happier lifestyle. Go to BrickHousePat.com and just give it a try today. You'll get 10% off a month's supply when you use the offer code PAT. It's BrickHousePat.com, offer code PAT. This is Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Gray Unleashed. Triple eight, 3393. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Bill Maher was speaking about Kavanaugh over the weekend. Uh, and he had some interesting things. I mean, we've talked about this before. As agonizing as Bill Maher can be, as infuriating, as psychotic as he can seem, Every once in a while, he just, he accidentally spews something that kind of makes sense, like he did uh, over the weekend on Brett Kavanaugh. Here's what he said. Suddenly, right before he's going to get the vote, and he's an ultimate suck-up and dick, Brett Kavanaugh. (laughs) Well, he is. And he's only there because he's going to, you know, vote with pardoning Trump, basically, and letting him off the hook. Okay. But now they're coming at him with this accusation from someone anonymous that he was at a party, Mm -hmm. which I find hard to believe. (laughs) (laughs) In high school. And drunk. Oh, drunk. Allegedly. I find hard to believe. Doesn't excuse it. But sexual assault in high school from an anonymous source. Mm -hmm. I think it makes us look bad. Nice. And you're right. It does. Because even Bill Maher is kind of saying, okay, was this manufactured by somebody? Did somebody go out and find a woman who would claim this experience with Kavanaugh? And you can't prove it. After 36 years, there's no way to prove this. She told no one at all. Not her friends, apparently. Not a law enforcement official, not a therapist until 2012, and then supposedly during couples therapy, she told a therapist about it. She didn't name him, though. She just said it was somebody who has gone on to be something high in society or whatever now. So, I mean, yes, it's, it's uh, to me, it's a little dubious. It's a little sketchy. It uh, it's another way to besmirch somebody who's seeking office, 
And why would you try this? Why would you? Why would anybody want to do this? Why would you want to run for office? Why would you run, want to be nominated for any judgeship, especially if you're on the right side of the political spectrum? You know you're going to get just hammered. And you're going to get hammered by people who are hypocrites and have no values. They don't really care. They're just trying to hurt you and destroy you. It's pathetic. Uh, Brian at Oklahoma, you're on the blaze. Hi. You know, what kind of message are we sending to our children here with this? You know, so it doesn't, you know, why progress? Why go to college and get a degree and pursue a career if in 20 years from now you're going to be judged for what you did in high school? Yeah. You know, I mean, there's not going to be a Democrat in office because they're all going to have pictures from 20 years ago of them in those stupid pink hats dressing around in, you know, vagina suits. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they won't stand a chance. I mean, there's all of us probably have something on our cell phone that's going to be used against us 20 years from now. Yeah. So if that's if that's the precedent we're setting, we're all screwed. And think of this. All of the things that seemed okay you know, 20 years ago that are now just hot button issues that are not okay. They're not things you can say. All the words you can't say anymore that you used to throw around in jokes or uh, just messing with your friends or whatever, those are all taken completely seriously now. Any joke oh, yeah, you've I, ever I, told. I mean, I anything. I watched an Eddie Murphy DVD when I was 20 years ago. I watched Eddie Murphy and, and you know, Raw. Oh my gosh. He, he can't oh. be a judge. Oh, man. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks, Brian. Yeah, you can't get away with that stuff anymore. The, you know, the stuff Richard Pryor used to do, the stuff Eddie Murphy used to do. I don't think you can do that now. Hmm. Well, Not I think to... you can. You can watch it, but if you laughed at it, see now, now there's trouble. Well, could you perform that routine? Oh, you could no. Those guys do. No, no way. No, no, no. no way. And then just think of the innocuous stuff. There might be a few things that you could still say today that. Five years, 10 years, 15 years from now are going to be completely inappropriate and you'll be beaten over the head with that when at the time it wasn't offensive at all because we've already seen that happen. It's just, I, I mean, I, yeah, the, the message you're sending to millennials, to anybody who's going to come up in, in society and want to make a difference and want to run for office and want to play a part any and serve their country they're going to think twice about doing that because first of all you better delete every account you've ever had and make sure it's completely eliminated from the internet uh we do have some breaking news thanks arthur in texas for making me aware of this um so there's your source right there from the daily caller mm-hmm. they're reporting uh, kavanaugh's mother presided over the foreclosure of accuser's family of the accuser's family home. Ha! But the facts are complicated. So she might have a vendetta against Brett Kavanaugh's mom? Let's take that vote, boys. Plus she's a Democrat, a hardcore Democrat mm-hmm. who might just hate Brett Kavanaugh. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if it's true that he did that, 36 even though it was 36 years ago. Let's say he did do that. Okay. He cannot, what, function in society anymore? Is there any forgiveness? Do you allow him to serve as a judge? Obviously, he doesn't get the nomination. There's no no doubt about that. Would he be allowed to have a job of any kind? 
anywhere if this turns out to be true. I don't know. But there's just no way you can prove it. I don't think. How would you possibly prove this? It's going to be his word against hers. And the Democrats are all going to believe it. And I'm going to be skeptical because I know what they do. I know how they act. I know who they are. And they're completely capable of completely manufacturing this story. And then it turns out she might have a vendetta against yeah. her mom, his mom. Uh, right. Um, the foreclosure case took place uh, in 1996, about uh, I don't mm. know, this is some 15 years after the events that are being alleged. So, um, boy, mm. what a fun world we live in. Isn't it fun? I mean, it's just, it's just fun, fun is the word. Yeah. And it's, it's sad that you can't trust anybody. And it's sad you can't trust leaders. And you can't believe people. 888-933-93. More Pack Ray Unleashed coming up. Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and it Pat Unleashed on Twitter. I love it when Hollywood actresses and actors get involved in all these wonderful political ramblings. Mm, that's not facetious. <clears throat> no, hmm. really? It kind of. I mean, hmm. I don't want to. You Weird. Know, trying to predict the future here, um, but it didn't sound like you meant it. Well, Anne Hathaway huh. told an audience Saturday night. I like her too. She's a good actress. And she looks pretty good. She's not terrible to look at. Uh, But she uh, told an audience that she's been frightened by the hatred of LGBTQIA2 people that bigots spew, but a speech by uh, former Vice President Joe Biden went a long way to restoring her faith. Oh, That's great. That's great. She said, I really needed this. As she accepted the National Equality Award at the Human Rights Campaign's National Dinner, I think I'm probably walking around like most people right now. I'm pretty shell-shocked by what I see every day, what I hear every day, and I really don't like to admit this, but I get scared. Do you, Puddin? Oh, no, we don't want that. We don't want that, do we? No. Do we want that? No, no, no. Nobody no, wants no. And, and what better, Anne Hathaway to get scared. What better hero to ride to the rescue oh, no. Joe Biden. She said she felt better, though, after hearing speeches from Biden and uh, and HRC President Chad Griffin, who spoke earlier in the evening. She said, you guys just gave me my heart back. Oh, that's beautiful. It is. It is important to acknowledge, with the exception of being a cisgender male, everything about how I was born has put me at the current center of a damaging and widely accepted myth. That myth is that gayness orbits around straightness 
transgender orbits around cisgender, and that all races orbit around whiteness. What? Who ever said that? Like Adolf <laughs> Hitler? I mean, who believes this stuff? Where are you? Where do you see these people? Hathaway explained that when she spent time with the LGBTQQIA2 community, mm-hmm. her older brother is gay, uh, that she learned to reject this myth. I appreciate this community because together we're not going to just question this myth. We are going to destroy it. Let's tear this world apart and build a better one. How wonderful. (laughs) That is just so wonderful. That should give you just a warm glow inside. She was introduced by her Ocean's 8 co-star, Aquafina. Isn't that a water bottle? Yeah, that's a a popular brand of uh, liquid beverage. I thought so. Mm Mm-hmm. I love Aquafina. This is spelled a little different than the water bottle, but uh, A-W-K-W-A-F-I-N-A, who called the the Academy Award-winning actress a friend and a sister. But let's be clear, she's been telegraphing to the queer community for years, like when she straddled that motorcycle in that spray-on jumpsuit as Catwoman. I'm shivering right now, she said, so I'm taking it that Aquafina is... Perhaps lesbian and part of the LGBTQQIA2 community. That's wonderful. That is wonderful. I can't That's great. Keep up. Hmm. That's great. So, anybody who's straight and white and male is just a bad person. Absolutely. Just a bad, stinking like person. That, that's like, that's a starting point. Mm-hmm. You're a bad person. And, if- a, 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 you know, aside from being a bad person, everything's been handed to you. Oh, yeah. Everything right? you have was just given to you because of your privilege. Mm-hmm. All of it. Privilege. It didn't work a minute to get any of it. Nope. Just so you know that, okay? If you think you worked for what you have and you're white and male and straight, <laughs> and don't <laughs> kid yourself, it's all privilege. Yep. Okay? Noted. All right. 888 Bill in Kansas, you're on the blaze. Hey, how you guys doing today? Doing good. Um, you know, I, this uh, Brett Kavanaugh thing, I fully expect today or sometime tomorrow somebody else to come out and say, well, yeah, she told me about that in the high, in the high school hallway. And we're just going to end up with, with nothing but a, I heard it from a friend who heard it from a friend who heard it from another. He's been messing been around. Messing around. Yeah. That's what I fully expect to happen. It's just going to be a big mess in there. Yeah, well, it would not surprise me. And you're probably right. That's how it usually goes. Appreciate the call, Bill. And yeah, it'll be heard from a friend who heard it from a friend who heard it from from another that he's been messing around. I I don't think it's true, babe. But even if it is, keep this in mind. What's that? You know, you take it on the run. Maybe that's the way you want it. Maybe then I don't want you around. Wow, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe that's just what we say to Brett Kavanaugh. Right. We just don't want you around. I would like to point out there are absolutely no mm-hmm. lyrics in front of Pat Gray right now. No, it's just. That was just off the top of his mm-hmm. beautiful head there. Nice job. Thank you. That was real good. Now the song's in my head and I'm a little bit angry about it, <laughs> to be honest with you. You not like Aria Speedwagon? Do you have some kind of problem? Uh, I don't like the oh, A's in general. Yeah, they're white. Uh, music And wise. privileged. Oh, good point. Mm-hmm. So why would we even... Why would we even... Oh, my goodness. I think we just why? figured out why Foreigner's not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, too. White. Privileged. 
Yepers. Uh, Paul McCartney, another white privileged guy. However, uh, he understands that and he rejects it, even though he's worth, I don't know, $2 billion or something last I saw. Uh, but uh, he's just produced a an anti-Trump, anti-climate skeptic song. So that's great. So he he's, he's I guess, shedding his white privilege. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He's, he revealed, you know, recently in an article that he once pleasured himself with John Lennon in a room. Okay. Everybody's making a big deal out of that. Did you read about that? You read about that? Kevin, you see that you see it in the paper today? Yeah, that's you some crazy that? stuff, Jake. <laughs> You think Paul McCartney masturbated with John Lennon? You read about this? See this in the paper? <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> so he's playing the bass there, you know? Uh, what in the world are you saying now? I'm scared to know how that story ends. So weird. Uh, they, he said that they were just sitting around, a group of them. He, John Lennon, a couple other guys. One of them started doing that, so they all started doing that. And they all started yelling out things that each of them liked like Bridget Bardot and then John Lennon yelled out I forget some some guy probably and killed the mood and said Yoko's the mood. name yeah mm-hmm. probably and then right on cue Jeffy enters the room as you're talking about this story mm-hmm. wonderful mm-hmm. it's a lot like that you know like Bridget Bardot yeah Jeffy oh, oh. I gotta go okay alright <laughs> so Paul McCartney said uh, people who deny climate change I think it's just the most stupid thing ever Really? Then, Paul, come on this show. I'd, I'd love for you to share your brilliance, oh. your climate change genius with us, and see if you can actually defend it. And tell me how stupid we are. I, I None of them ever will, of course. So you mean to reach out to a... He's yeah. A, he's uh-huh. a knight, right? Yes. I'm going to reach Paul. out to a knight to see if Sir, he'll come on the program? Sir Paul McCartney. Okay. Yeah, the odds are really good. Like I always try. Less than zero, probably. You, you never know what will happen. You never know. Yeah, you never you know. Or as Wayne Gretzky used to say, um, you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take, Pat. Did he say that? Yes. That's genius. It is genius. It's really good. I mean, it's not like Astasio Cortez level genius, but it's no. up there. But you, I mean, you can't expect everybody to be as brilliant as Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Uh, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pete in Pennsylvania, you're on the Blaze. Hi. Yeah, Pat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like to know where are these million shovels that Obama says we're going to be shovel ready. Trump oh. could use these shovels now. Mm. No kidding. Yes, he. Yes, he probably could. Although uh, he's added quite a few jobs, you know, over the last couple of years um so i th- i think the hmm. shovel ready mm-hmm. um i'm trying to think what it was that uh obama said a few years ago the- shovel ready was not as uh <laughs> shovel ready as we expected yeah so uh thanks for the call pete oh. shovel ready was not as um well, shovel, shovel ready, ready was, was not, not as, as uh Shovel ready as we expected. I love how everybody's laughing about yeah, it. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you really pulled the wool over their eyes on that one. Shoveling something. <laughs> that's how you got the stimulus thing. Because you said there was all kinds of shovel ready jobs would be created by it. But now you're saying that didn't happen. It's not going to. <laughs> <laughs> how, how, how many taxpayer oh, dollars did we spend? Oh, gosh. Not that uh, much. Just what? $787 billion? <laughs> and I think it turned out to be 
a little over a trillion in actuality. Um, but you know what they did? They created a lot of signs that said... That's right. I remember some signs. This project from yep. the stimulus package... From the American Jobs and Recovery... That's what it, and right. Re- recovery Act. And more Recovery thing. Act. And then, uh, so... Was it an airport I didn't pull into? Got some really nice shovel-ready signage done. So, the si- so look. Uh-huh. People that make signs for a living? They did well. They did well in the Obama economy. They did well. So don't well. poo-poo that, Mr. Oh, I'm not. I'm Obama not. sucks at everything, man, over here. I got gotcha. you. No, I'm not. That's uh, it's really true. Give the man some credit, you know? Sign jobs. But how funny that is that, that, that he... Uh, he lied about the shovel-ready jobs. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> uh, that, that was a, and that was a tame lie, I'll have you know. Oh, yeah, that was one of his better. <laughs> shovel-ready was not as... Uh. Uh, uh, <laughs> shovel ready as we expected. I mean, that just kills me how they think that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Okay. If it was Trump saying that and those same people were sitting there next to him, yep. you think they'd be giggling about that? Nope. No. And they'd go directly to CNN and sit there and badmouth him and tell tell him how how stupid he was and how much he lied and what a waste of over a trillion dollars mm-hmm. the stimulus plan was. Pathetic. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, joined right now by uh, Jeff Fisher. I'm here to uh, let you know that there's a way right now that you can clean your ears and be able to hear everything. <laughs> Good. Okay, that's I a mean, relief. That's why. I'm, wow. Okay. Well, did you think I was going to be here for something else? I, I, thought, mean, I didn't know for sure. We were waiting for that. congratulations or something. Or? Well, yeah. We can get to that later. All right. Uh, you can get the real solution for stubborn earwax. The Wax RX <laughs> earwash system, doctor developed, works safely when all other products fail. The Wax RX system is a method that physicians trust the most. You know what? It's just like the system they use in their offices, but. It costs you less money than that doctor's visit. UseWaxRx.com is where you go to order your reusable ear wash system today. And use the offer code RADIO. They'll ship it right to your house for free. UseWaxRx.com. UseWaxRx.com. Now listen, when your ears aren't clean, you get uncomfortable, they itch, they're painful, they can get all plugged up. You need to hear everything, plus you need to ease the relief of the pain that that's causing inside your head. UseWaxRx.com. U-S-E-WaxRx.com. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray returns. Uh, Triple eight, nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three, <laughs> and uh, it Pat unleashed on Twitter. Uh, what do you? Oh, and yeah, it's so we do actually have uh, from Saves eighty-four Ola Casio Cortez working downtown at a restaurant. Is that is that the same restaurant that went out of business because they couldn't afford the minimum wage anymore? Thank you. Uh, from Fidgety Widget, <clears throat> hey. Ocasio, quit comparing us to Europe. We left that crap hole 250 years ago for a reason. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> uh, Kristen, can you imagine Jeffy trying to get confirmed to the Supreme Court? Oh, boy. That'd that, be, would, <clears throat> that would be an effort. Oh, I'd just be. come clean. 
Would you, yeah. <laughs> Everything out of the table. It'd be a quick right. hearing, though. Think about it. Then, it, it, it would adjourn be quick. after five minutes. Like, you know what? Let's go. Come for on it. now. Okay. Now. Mm-hmm. As soon as if you sit you down, believe. they say, okay, obviously, are we ready to vote? <laughs> no. But, but wait a minute. I'm, I'm going to vote no. The nominee Thank hasn't you. even Thank had you. a chance. Sir. I, I vote no. He hasn't even sat down. I haven't even sat down yet. He hasn't had a glass of water yet. Can we at least let the man talk? Oh, we know. We know. <laughs> I mean, that Kavanaugh story is amazing. man. It sure is. Look. I'm tired I, of it. I, 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 let's say it did happen. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was scared to tell her parents. Yeah. She's scared to tell her parents. Friends? Uh, no, she told no one. No one. Yeah, so, she said she right. told no one she until no 2012, one. supposedly. Right. It, it, with her husband at some therapist office, right? Right. With some yep. therapy. Supposedly. She's in. And, and so, uh, and the therapist wrote it down wrong. So the, this, the, 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 I don't want to call them lies, the discrepancies mm. mm-hmm. in the story are his fault or her fault. Right. The therapist's fault. Mm-hmm. Yes. Not hers. And so we're still to believe her 100%. Yeah. Out of it all, and but and Kavanaugh says, uh, "I none of that is true." Liar. Mm-hmm. Why? I mean, I, I, yeah. And what happened uh, to the American concept of innocent until proven gone. guilty? Oh, that's, that's, uh, long gone, man. That's I mean, far from you can gone. accuse me of something from thirty-six years ago when I was in high school, and you just automatically believe it. Yeah. Why? I mean, if you <laughs> back to me, I mean. Uh, for for real, someone would say that. I would say, yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, go ahead. what do you got for me? Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Why do you, why didn't you say anything then, though? Yeah, right. What, right. I mean, that's the right. argument I have. He wasn't a powerful guy then. She's scared of her parents. I I I find that hard to believe. Did she say she was scared of her parents? She didn't want to tell her parents because they would be mad at her for being at this party where the drinking was going on and stuff. Yeah. Okay, but do you have friends that were going to be mad at you too? I guess so. How about the police? I mean, somebody. And it was so horrific that she got away, waited in the bathroom, and then left. Mm -hmm. That's how horrific it was. Yeah. That's tough for me to buy. It's it's hard. Yeah. It's a hard, it's a tough one. And what amazing timing that in all these last 36 years, you didn't think to come forward with it at all. And now all of a sudden, Oh, it's got leaked, and then somebody leaked it, and I didn't want them to. I didn't. I didn't want them to, but they just did, and so now I need to come out and tell my story. Well, I saw a headline huh. before coming Amazing. into the studio about her calling a tip line. Was that true? Prior to the letter? wow, I don't know. Is that true? I don't know. So that she, she didn't want to. She called a tip I, line. I, I saw somebody the headline, called a tip, line. but the the story was ahead of ahead of her letter. Huh. So interesting. I mean, okay, I. I you know, I, I can certainly understand not wanting to be in front of the full force of the press in today's world. No matter, I mean, because, mm-hmm. I mean, just the mention, and Feinstein knew this, just the mention of, she doesn't want to be people to know who she is. Uh-huh. It takes about 20 minutes to find out who people are Yeah, at, at the most. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, the, she's saying that she saw people at her house and at her work, you know, after she wanted to remain uh, anonymous, so she decided that she didn't want to be anonymous. Mm-hmm. Uh, come from that, okay. Yeah, uh-huh. to to your tip line thing. She apparently, according to this story in the Washington Post, it says that she contacted the Washington Post through a tip line in uh, July when it had become clear that uh, he was on the short list of possible nominees. So uh. she must have come forth in July, I guess, or tried to. But that goes against what <laughs> she said about wanting to be anonymous and didn't want not wanting to tell anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, look, I don't know if this happened or not. 
I'm yeah, we, no, nobody does. That's why. That's the problem. Yeah. That's it's, the problem. It, you should have said something at the time. Correct. Then this guy wouldn't even be up for consideration. Wouldn't have, probably wouldn't have become a judge. And, and you know what? You know, I, I don't know that either. I mean, why, mm-hmm. uh, as, is it a horrible thing? Yes, but is it a high school horrible thing? Kind of. I mean, nothing bad really happened, right? I mean, they were drunk at some party, well, he, and you have to take her word for it. He groped her well, over her okay. clothes. All right. Yes, all right. She's so she was cool. not raped. Right. She right? was groped. But did she, and I don't want to, you know, but was it since they were all partying, mm-hmm. I mean, was it wanted at the time, and now we're saying she claims it, it wasn't. Well, she claims it wasn't, so... I mean, if you're going to believe her, you got to believe that she was a un- unwilling recipient of right. this attention. If you believe, her. yeah, right. But I, I don't know that I believe it. In fact, I, I don't. I just find it so suspicious that all of a sudden now this is all coming out. Okay, come on now. We know they're capable of doing this, and we know that just the insinuation that anybody did something like this is enough to ruin them completely. Yep. And that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to ruin this guy. And they can't find anything on him. So now they've they've dredged something up from supposedly 36 years ago in high school. Come on now. I know. Come on. It's, it's really, really hard to believe. Carol in West Virginia, you're on the blaze. I, I, I just find all this stuff just stupid. As a woman, mm-hmm. I wish more men would speak out because I've been in the workforce and there is more women out there that make snide remarks or sexual marks, uh-huh. remarks to men than mm. you can shake sticks at. <laughs> yes. I, wish, I, wish, I wish some of these men would grow sets and, and start putting their accusations out and letting some of these women start losing their jobs, letting their uh, careers and stuff get thrown down the drain. Yeah, there's kind of a double standard there, though. There certainly is. I think a lot of people wouldn't believe the men. Um, a few men have come forward, and they've said, yeah, I was I was uh, sexually harassed by a female boss. And it kind of went nowhere. People are like, meh, whatever. You've got that inherent sexism in society sure where there's a double standard there, and you don't think that the men can be a victim of sexual harassment because they want it. They're men. Right, right. And, and that's the, the theory. Right. And the two-way street also is that the men are like, "Well, I can't really do it to you, but you go ahead." Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm. Mm-hmm. You're doing it to me. That's fine. That's the theory. Good. Yeah. So right. And so, what happens when you come appreciate forward? Appreciate it, Carol. You're right. Thanks Nobody for the call. Okay. Yeah. And and there there have been guys who have said certain things and you don't hear about them at all you hear maybe the initial story and then it goes away because nobody cares ah, it's a man who cares <laughs> oh were you i wanted it were shut you up. assaulted stop uh-huh. look at her she was beautiful you wanted it shut up i mean it's just that's that thing. Exa- i know you know you talk about sexism that goes both ways and it cuts both ways uh so it's uh it's pretty tough uh this is from Lindsey Graham statement on Judge Kavanaugh. Oh boy! Um, if ranking member Feinstein and other committee Democrats took this claim seriously, they should have brought it to the full committee's attention much earlier. Instead, they said nothing during two joint phone calls with the nominee in August. Four days of lengthy public hearings, a closed session for all committee members with the nominee 
where sensitive topics can be discussed. And in more than 1,300 written questions, 65 senators met met individually with Judge Kavanaugh during a nearly two-month period before the hearing began. Yet Feinstein didn't share this with her colleagues ahead of many of those discussions. Thank you. So they're trying to delay this thing? And it seems that Graham is saying, uh, no. Yeah, they just had this in their back pocket. This was going to be their last reserve, right? right? Judge Kavanaugh's background has been thoroughly vetted by the FBI on six different occasions throughout this his decades of public service. And no such allegation ever surfaced. Furthermore, Judge Kavanaugh and others alleged to have been involved have unequivocally denied these claims from their high school days. So There you go. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Stick that where the sun doesn't shine. Go ahead. Whoa, yeah, I just because I'm just tired of it. Whoa, I'm so I've... sick of it. Can I report him for that? Yeah, go ahead. Who are you going to report me to? I don't know. Nobody will believe me. <laughs> yeah, you've burned those bridges. Uh, oh my gosh. I mean, it's it's ridiculous, and and he shouldn't. Ha- I mean, Graham's right. This should have come up a long time long ago. Long time. Don't ago. be asking for delays now. This should have come up a long time ago. I think they waited to find out. Oh crap! We don't have the votes to stop this guy. Right. Mm-hmm. What's our What's our trump card here? No pun intended. Oh, Whoa. let's pull out that 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 accusation. And so now, what do you say to him? You say, "Sit down and shut up. We're going to vote." <laughs> that's what you say. I think that's what uh, Lindsey Graham is saying. Sit down. Shut, shut up. up. If you didn't know about it, I mean, if you did, you had it this whole time and you didn't use it. So because it, it doesn't it's matter too to you. Late. Because too late. It, this woman, this accuser, doesn't matter to Feinstein. It's the vote. That's what matters to her. It's, yes. It's not, yes. it's not the person behind the accusation and who was mm-hmm. wronged and, oh, we can't move forward. It's, oh, crap, well, it is, we're going to lose this vote. she wished to remain anonymous. Mm-hmm. So. Uh-huh. Wink, wink. Mm. Right. 888 93 we got uh, Chewing the Fat. Coming up next with Jeffy. Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray. It's time for Chewing the Fat with Jeffy. Happy Monday. It, it is, is a happy, happy Monday. F- thank you. Finally. Happy, I know. Happy Monday. I know. It is happy one. Monday. I love it. Congratulations yes. to your thank you. BY freaking you Cougars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They uh, proved everybody wrong. Got so sick of hearing it over the last six months that they couldn't beat Wisconsin. No way can they beat Wisconsin. Every prediction was 30 to 10, 45 to 7. You know, then they're twenty three and a half point underdogs, and they win. Yeah, they go into they go into Madison. When it was a great win for them. It was great win for them. Great win. It's a shame they couldn't beat Cal the week before. I, it anyway, is. I know, I know. Think, think how close you are. Three <laughs> points away from potentially. Oh boy! I mean, after after beating Wisconsin, you'd be in serious danger you'd of eating my underwear. You'd be scared, dude. Right? Because mm-hmm. McNeese State this Saturday, which I is know. that should be a, a gimme. 
And then, oh, really? And then how, much they, did, how much did they pay McNeese to come in? Because I know there uh, are teams that pay teams a lot of money to, a to million. come in to beat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what they do, right? Sometimes I mean, teams, I, colleges pay other teams yeah. smaller teams. To come in and they, get a beating. To come in and get a beating. They take mm-hmm. the money, and mm-hmm. they go home, and they build their team up a little bit with mm-hmm. that money. Right? Build the school well, up. Well, Troy uh, just went into Nebraska. Troy from Alabama, was right? paid $1.15 million See, to get a beating. Those, that's a lot of money or wait, those But then they turned around and gave a beating. So, dang it. That didn't work out very well. Oh, Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, you're man. gonna set him off. You're gonna set him off, and then we'll never hear the end of it. I do have a uh, another bet, a follow up bet for you to consider, if you would, please, uh, oh, regarding boy. the eating of Pat's no, underwear. I made, I, look, mm-hmm. I was right. Mm-hmm. Let's be clear about that. You can take, make all your little little jokes, and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. I was right. There was no way that BYU was going to be five and zero from from the beginning mm-hmm. of the season. I was correct. Not really. Uh, are they going to be five and zero? No. Thank you. <laughs> <He's paradigm. laughs> uh, so here's my here's my bet because On the, what the construct? Fo- Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. What are you uh, resisting? Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know. Collectivization of manufacture. Of Institutionalization of the human psyche. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I because the folks on Twitter. The, the oh, follow is it the folks on, on Twitter? Yeah, on Pat Unleashed. Yeah, they they yeah. Uh, they are sad that that you know this happened. I and know there's this no prospect. They were, they were looking you. forward to the opportunity. You'd be in real to danger, man. So yeah, I have right. I have an alternate bet here for you to consider, Jeffy. Um, if BYU, so for just a second, everybody's forgetting about your little bet too, my friend. But I haven't. What was my little bet? But I haven't. What your little underwear bet? What? What about it? Yeah. Everybody's forgetting that, but I have Ted Cruz and Beto O'Rourke? No, I, I haven't forgotten Yeah, you dare Nobody's right you forgotten, forgotten that. Forgotten that. Okay. I haven't forgotten that. Uh-huh. Ted Cruz is going to win. Uh-huh. He is going yeah, to win. Beto keeps talking, he is. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Keith, I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, wait, there's a good tweet about Beto <laughs> over in the stack. Uh, so, um, uh, if, if BYU runs a table, and I mean including their bowl game, would you um, eat... Pat's underwear. If they, they go 11 and 12 and 1. If they finish 12 and 1, including a bowl victory. 12 and 1. You know what? If they go if they go eleven and one, they'd have a shot with their schedule. Yeah, they would. of the college playoff. They would because I they think already, they'd, they'd, they'd already, have a shot. They're already ranked. They already snuck into right the for sure. So they're on the radar for the, sure. They would be at least a New Year's Six team, right? Yeah. They get a New Year's bowl. Oh yeah, game. with the with the with their with who they played. Uh, yeah, uh, absolutely. And then they might sneak into the playoff. I doubt it because yeah. you're going to have Alabama, Georgia. You'll probably have Ohio State, and there's going to be one other slot, and that's going to go. I don't to know, man. The Big Ten. Clemson. They may not have anybody after this last weekend. Who? The Big Ten. So oh, yeah, Ohio no State may not be there. I think Ohio all. State will be. There. Oh, Urban will have. They're them good, back. man. Yeah, they're Urban, good. Urban will have them back. That was a nice win over TCU. TCU is good. Yeah, they are. And they and, and TCU and That was a good win. That and it was uh I tell you what, <clears throat> TCU would have won that game had that with the uh with the trick kickoff Pele when he passed, you know, with the pass. Yeah. And he passed it forward instead oh, of back. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. right. if, if they'd have played if he would have changed that momentum. Play, mm-hmm. It did. I mean it did change momentum and then they got you see where he passed it forward yeah, instead it's of too back. Bad. Oh, Speaking of kick trick kickoff plays. Oh, North Texas, baby. Did you see the North oh, Texas yes. play? you got to make sure the refs know ahead of time that you're going to do yes, that or else they're going to blow the fantastic. whistle. I've never seen that before. I don't think that's ever so been done. Out, I don't think so either. The guy from North Texas is receiving a punt. It looks like, for all intents and purposes, where he is on the field and how his body language is, that he's calling a fair catch. He doesn't raise he his hand. He just stands there and bounces up and down. He just stands there, yep, yep. And Everybody so gives up on the play. Arkansas guys run down and start peeling off. And he just takes, he takes off for off. a touchdown. <laughs> did North Texas w- wind up winning yes, that game? Yes, they did. What is wrong with Arkansas <laughs> this year? I know. 
They lost to Colorado State. They lost to North Texas. I know. Didn't lose to Troy, though. That's an SEC school. How is that possible? I know. Wow. Fortunately, they're playing Missouri this year, which is good. Hmm. Yeah, that's that really win. good for Missouri. We had Georgia this week and Alabama in three weeks. Oof. Yeah, good luck with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Missouri will beat Georgia, and then uh, mm-hmm. the team will be singing a oh, different tune. Oh, whoa, whoa, we got, a, we got a bet coming uh, up here? Georgia's going to leave Columbia with their tail between their legs. If Georgia, if <laughs> Missouri beats Georgia, okay. Keith will eat your the underwear. Hell? I didn't say anything. You are on, my friend. <laughs> okay. You are on. If if Missouri beats Georgia, Keith is going to eat your underwear. Uh, you next are on, Monday. my friend. You know Keith, that's a next bet. Monday. Wait, you know the you problem with that bet? You know how long it would take to eat that man's underwear? There's a lot there. Well, we'll start early. We'll start early. I'm and, not doing uh, that bet. I'm not doing that. It's bet. already done. <laughs> it's already it's done. It's already done. It. We already did it. Already made the oh. bet. Right. It's already done. You, you do realize, Jeffy, that I put money on BYU to beat Wisconsin. <laughs> I wanted them. I was rooting for them. I'm but, a fan. But I then I it. added Nebraska. You're a fan. All you do is badmouth them. What do you mean you're a fan? Oh my gosh, that is not true. That is not true. I sat through. Oh, yes. Don't you even be don't even bring up last year. I don't want to know. I don't want to hear about it. Anymore. Oh no! Then I sat through the first year. three games of the season as a fan, mm-hmm. rooting for them, and they lose to Cal. They beat Arizona. Down. They beat Wisconsin. That's a pretty good start. They is. Had they beaten Cal, they wouldn't have beaten Wisconsin though. What? I, I'm convinced of that because they wouldn't have gone into Wisconsin with that chip on their shoulder. They needed that loss to beat Wisconsin. That was good. <laughs> okay. I don't. They needed that <laughs> chip on their shoulder to beat Wisconsin. I'm telling you. I don't know about that, but maybe. Because they uh, maybe. I mean, Wisconsin. I, they were pretty motivated. Yes, that's what. I, yeah, they, they wanted to chip, save man. the season. Yes, they did, and, and they, they did. That. Yes, they did. They saved big the season. time. Yeah, big time. It was nice to see. Mm-hmm. All right, what do you Who's got? Coming for? up this week. Oh, McNeese. Uh, McNeese. Oh, yeah, McNeese. And then Washington the week after oh, that. McNeese State's always good, though. Mm-hmm. Careful. They're, they're, yeah, they're a good FCS team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we got uh, we got the Emmys tonight. Looking forward to that. Uh, one of the things that uh, is uh, really kind of cool about the Emmys is that it's going to be broadcast on Hulu as well as uh, NBC. And Hulu mm-hmm. is, is now uh, taking a victory lap because they now have uh, a, a million live TV subscribers on Hulu. Wow. I mean, that's pretty amazing. And they've got; uh, they're pretty excited about it. And I, you look at the Emmys, uh, the nominations, and we went through the nominations when they first came out, and we'll go through them a little bit tomorrow when they when we actually have the uh, the winners. Uh, the network television second uh, like a little bit of wind mm-hmm. up against these streaming services. So good mm-hmm. luck, good luck to uh, coming back from that because I don't think there is any coming. So back who do you think that. wins with the uh, best drama series? The nominees are the Americans, right? That was on FX, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Crown. Pretty good. Uh, I like it a lot. I, I like The Crown. Uh, Game of Thrones. Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. Stranger Things, which is also pretty good. Yeah. This Is Us. I like too. And Westworld. Wow. There's uh, only what? Two net- one regular network show? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yes. This Is Us is the only network yeah. show on there. That's amazing. That's right. Wow. Are they, Game of Thrones is probably the favorite since this is their it final is. season coming up and everybody the loves favorite. them. Although they might give it to, everybody loves Handmaid's Tale. Um, they might give yeah, it to that. A lot that. of talk on that. Yeah. They might give it to that and then uh, game, give Game of Thrones the actors and actresses. Uh, according to this, what should win the Americans? Its sixth and final season was perfect and eloquently marked the end of television's golden age. And they might do that. Yeah, they, wow. might, they might do that and say, because it's the network, right? Mm-hmm. The Americans' network. Yeah. And say, here you go. 
Maybe. Have a nice day. Um, favorite comedy uh, comedy series? The nominees are Atlanta. Never seen it. Uh, Barry. Haven't seen any of these. These are all network, too. Blackish. Right. Curb Your Enthusiasm. Glow. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Glow is okay. Silicon Valley and Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I haven't seen any of those. That's, that, I didn't think that show. That's what was supposed to be a funny. Which one? A Schmidt. Kimmy Schmidt. The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Have yeah, you seen it, too? Some of it. Yeah, I stopped watching it after the first two or three episodes. Not good? I didn't enjoy it. Same with Glow. Glow was... was Really good too, but I, I mean, it was, I mean, really good as what their critics were all saying. Mm-hmm. But it was, you didn't like eh, it that much. Eh. Um, have you ever seen the marvelous Mrs. Maisel? Glenn, oh, that's a big yeah, Glenn yeah, it's on there. Show he likes it. He, I, and that's the only reason I stopped to look at it. I almost clicked on it this weekend just to. Get but it. you didn't. I didn't. I can't bring myself. <laughs> we to almost look at did it. too once, and I. Uh, I can't nah. bring myself to. Do I don't that. know. But, you it know, just doesn't look interesting. You, uh, to me, I, I got a tweet about you watching uh, Jack Ryan. Uh, Last week, asking me, which was a great question, and mm-hmm. then you asked uh, off the air about Ozark. Yeah, we were talking about Ozark because uh-huh. Ozark is is great, but it's a pretty big guy. What was the tweet you. about? The tweet asked Pat watching Jack Ryan. Isn't that big guy? <laughs> well, yeah, but I watched it on uh, on uh, uh, VidAngel, so you can edit out the stuff. VidAngel has is back for those who don't know, huh. and and you so you can use it to go through the Netflix and Amazon shows. It's got some of them, not wow. all of them. And so you can click on it, and if they have it, uh, you can edit it. So it's it's pretty cool. Jack you, Ryan. You might be able to get through Ozark's two seasons pretty fast. <laughs> <It's> pre- <laughs> Is there that much stuff in it? Well, I mean, this... I don't like that. I, it's almost not worth watching the really bad ones because it skips so much stuff, and you're like, wait, what just happened there? Eight people died. Eight people died Eight people or died. six couples had sex together. I, I'm not sure what, but something just occurred. It does show. What does it cut out, actually? What what does it cut It'll out? It'll cut out whatever you want it to. Um, All it's, the stuff you like, Jeff. Like some of the shows, uh, we I'm just sure, but... edited something that had 183 potential edits. So you can take out every wow. swear word. You can take out right. every nude scene. You can take out graphic violence. You can take out all nudity. Uh, is you it a machine, t- VidAngel? Like, what is it like exactly? Like, is it just an just app com- on your on your TV? Yeah, computer, yeah, yeah. Computer, right? okay. uh-huh. huh. it's an app. And so then it just eliminates all that stuff for you, and it does it pretty well. I mean, we used to have a DVD player that did that. It was called uh, ClearPlay or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. But it would skip kind of clunkily, you know, and it wasn't it it didn't flow. Mm. This kind of flows. It's, good. I yeah. mean, they, they were they had worked on it for a long time. Yeah, they to did make that happen, and it, it's actually a pretty good service. So, uh, you know, I will promise you this though: mm-hmm. they will never see a dime from me. <laughs> what a surprise! I mean, whoa, that's an app that Imagine, makes absolutely no sense to me. Let me soak that in for a minute. <laughs> but I love them. If you want to use them, you go ahead and use them. But why would you want to watch something that's worthy and take it away? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway shocking but, that you feel that but way. They, uh, it really is. Uh, it uh, <clears throat> so you could probably watch Ozark through that, yeah. And still get the gist of it. Okay. I mean, still get the the feeling for it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The real feeling of the of the situation and what's trying to be done. Yeah, that might be worth. It. I mean, it's really it's worth it if you like. Because if you made it through Jack Ryan, Ozark really doesn't have. They've got you know a lot of a lot of blood, 
Really? You know, a lot of death, but mm-hmm. that's about it, really. Is it like uh, uh, about it, really. Walking Dead? No, not as bad as that at all. Oh, really? No. Not even, no. Mm. no. All right. What else you got? Um, Toronto. Who knew that Toronto was having a big raccoon problem? Did you know that Toronto was having a big Surprisingly, raccoon problem? Surprisingly, I did not. No. I know. They're like the raccoon I'm... capital of the world. I didn't even know that. Why? Because raccoons have taken over the city, man. Have they? Yeah, they're called trash pandas. Now, the city has spent millions of dollars trying to trying to make trash cans and buy trash cans. That and they can't it, open. That they can't open, right. Mm-hmm. So, they spent $31 million on these resistant organic green-colored waste bins in 2016. Well, look at that. All right? Yeah. This particular video that is airing oh, on Blaze Television, the raccoon... Uh, <laughs> look at that! Uh, he looks at back at the camera and says, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> You didn't think this thing was going to stop me, did you? And his friends show up. Oh, well, wow. raccoons don't travel in just with just one. Uh-huh. I mean, they show one. There's one video that shows the guys recorded inside the building. The raccoon jumps up on top and just turns it, turns the, the top of the trash can, opens it, get, climbs in. That's a big boy. Wow, look They're at that. all really big. That's interesting. They're all really big. In I fact, uh, there were people, um, the animal behaviorist, uh, raccoon expert Suzanne McDonald, Mm-hmm. Uh, has been hearing a lot of concerns from locals worried that, about the possibility that the city's very fat raccoons would starve. So there are people that are worried about fat raccoons. Starving? <laughs> Wouldn't that be a good thing? Then there won't be the nuisance? Correct. That, you know what I'd be doing is putting a little poison in the garbage. And uh, Go at it. Is that too insensitive? Yes. Okay. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. You yes, don't want to kill is. a raccoon? No, you just don't want him to be around, Pat. Okay. So... How do we make them not around but also alive? How do we do that? I don't know. (laughs) I don't either. I don't know. Darn it. I wish there was a way. Because I'd probably either shoot them or poison them. I I wish there was a way. About the second time they raid my garbage. First of all, raccoons are mean. I know everybody thinks that they're cute little raccoons and the mask marauders and everything. Those things are mean. Yeah, And And they they don't travel. like There's not one little raccoon that shows up and says, oh, hello, feed me. Right. There's 10 or 12 of them. Yeah. They come in packs, man. And they they can spread rabies. So. And you saw those raccoons climbing into the trash can. I mean, I've seen them. Tip over rash ca- trash cans and then stand up on their hind legs and look at you like, what? What are you going to do about it? Uh-huh. Bring it. Because mm-hmm. I'm going in this trash can and you try to mess with me. Mm-hmm. So the, there is only really one way. That, I mean, catch it. Take it somewhere where it can be free, mm-hmm. which it probably isn't. I mean, there's probably a lot of places in Canada. Drive north. And uh, out of Toronto, you probably find a place. Mm-hmm. But how much is going to cost cheaper than $31 million of trash cans? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And they've already defeated the trash can. Right. I don't even care. <laughs> right. The trash. I love the trash can company. Oh, that was a, a, uh, the trash can was broken. <laughs> the trash can was broken. No. Look at that thing. No. It wasn't broken. No. We, the tra- uh, yeah, the trash can was broken. We'll, we'll, we'll sell you a new one. No, thanks. Mm. Yeah, no. Jeez. I mean, it's pretty fascinating. But those, uh, you know, 22 bullet probably put those down. Oh, yeah. I think that'd be. That'd be a solution. You should drop those bad boys quick. Mm -hmm. Just leave it in the trash can. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Health officials are recommending uh, that clients who have uh, received a vampire facial or any other type of injection-related service at an Albuquerque spa get tested for HIV and other blood-borne infections. What's a vampire facial? They're using unsafe practices. 
Oh no, I know, I know. Now, are you now when I when I get my vampire facial, I want it to be safe. Are you telling me you don't I know what a vampire? Did you just ask what is a vampire uh, facial? Is that what I, you I just did. asked? I was joking, of course. Wow. All right. Well, of course, you know when do, when done safely and properly, mm-hmm. perfectly uh, fine. It's known as a plasma-rich protein facial. Plasma-rich. Plasma-rich. So it's <sighs> they they put blood all over your face. Uh, well, the plasma. I mean, they the blood is they 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 draw the blood. Uh huh. And then they run it through a centrifuge. Okay. Spin it really, really fast. Mm-hmm. And then they take the plasma out. Mm. All right. And then they put the plasma uh, on your skin. That is so gross. And they also use little uh, micro needling pens, which yeah. create these little punctures under the skin with the plasma that you know makes you look younger, better, faster, stronger. Gross. Really? Yeah. Does it actually work? Oh man. <laughs> Such weird stuff. Wow. It doesn't work if they're not using clean needles, I'll tell you that. Yeah, right. Or you know, another clean machines, because the doctors are all saying, well, you need to make sure that everything is being done in front of you. And uh, they make sure they're opening new syringes to draw blood, changing the micro needling pen before performing the procedure. Yeah, okay. A pretty good idea. And do they use your blood or somebody yes. else's? Yeah, yours. Oh. Okay. Yeah, they draw your blood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's part of the problem, right? If you're if yeah. they're not using clean stuff, you're getting somebody else's blood. Yeah. And they're not not cleaning, so you're getting all kinds of possibilities and for injection. HIV could be one of them. Correct. Yeah. How's lunch working out for you, America? Wow. Mm. I mean, you know, with clean needles, it probably isn't that bad of an idea. Right. If you want to All right. Have a clean face. We'll finish up with chewing the fat face. with Jeffy coming up here. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Now back to Pat Gray. On the Blaze Radio Network. Finishing up uh, Chewing the Fat with Jeffy. So last week we heard the story about uh, the guy in uh, Connecticut, uh, in uh, New Haven, who uh, got fined for putting a sign up because people were uh, letting their dogs urinate in his, in his, uh, in his flower pot out in front of his store. And uh, they, uh, the officer came along and said, mm, that's a public nuisance. Uh, we're going to fine you for $250. Uh, you can't be telling people that you're going to charge them for... Uh, their dog peeing in your pot well and he's like um yes i can and it was first of all it was meant to be just a joke uh saying you know if you this is a pay to pee uh restaurant so come in and see me and he uh he took uh pictures put up a camera took pictures posted the picture of one person and their dog peeing in the pot and saying hey come and see me uh Mm -hmm. you know because he just Mm -hmm. wanted people to stop doing it you know if you look at and one of the things that I, the first thing I thought of was, uh, and if you're watching on Blaze Television, you can see the front of the restaurant with the uh, flower pot. I don't know, move the flower pot. It doesn't really look that beautiful. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Maybe you ought to do that in, in Duke's place. Maybe you just move the flower pot. Okay. But he's got us clean the sidewalk, and the dogs are using it, and he's put, and they're giving him a two hundred and fifty dollar fine. And they say, yes. I know it's ridiculous. And they say that uh, uh, he had ten days. Uh, Friday was the 10th day, but bef- within a week, the city had said, uh, you don't have to pay. Oh, really? Yeah, they took the fine away. It's a, it's just fine. Nice. Let's take the fine away. Yeah, mm-hmm. no problem. Uh, infighting in Me Too, which is kind of nice to see. 
uh, Rose McGowan and uh, Asia Argento, uh, a little mad at each other now. Uh, a little infighting going on. Asia has posted, uh, hey, uh, it's with genuine regret. I'm giving you 24 hours to retract and apologize for the horrendous lies made against me in your statement on August 27th. If you fail to address this libel, I will have no option other than to take immediate legal action against Rose McGowan. She's all wound up. Wow. Wow, because, you know, Rose had said that uh, you're my friend. I loved you. You spent and risked a lot to stand with the Me Too movement. I really hope you find your way through this process to rehabilitation and betterment. Anyone can be better. I hope you can be, too. Do the right thing. Be honest. Be fair. Let justice stay its course. Be the person you wish Harvey could have been. <laughs> so what's the what's well, she the was saying? What well, she was saying that uh, uh, she slept with the twelve-year-old. Well, she did, and uh, he wasn't twelve. Well, he wasn't twelve at the time. He was seventeen, but, uh, right? Yeah. But she said that she had been, she had seen pictures, and that he had been with her since he was twelve. And she she said uh, they'd been together since they were twelve. Yeah. Since the kid was twelve, that's what Rose McGowan yeah. said, and she just. So she wasn't with him at 12. No, she's saying no. That just at 17. Yeah. Still illegal. It's just as illegal as when she was, if she would have been with him at 12. You sure? So, yeah. If he's under 18 in that state, it's still illegal. That's a dumb law. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's not a dumb law. It's not a dumb law. Jeffy's been told that it's, phrase it's, quite a bit in his life. I will tell you. It's, it's still illegal. It, but it's a, it is a difference, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I know, yes. I know that it's illegal and it's horrible. I got it. But the, the whatever. But the, I mean, we just had a teacher. We just had a female teacher get probation. Yeah, I know. That's not even going to jail. There's a double standard. For giving standard. oral sex to her, this kids in her class. We talked about this earlier. There's a double standard for me. Yes. It, it, nobody cares. Nobody cares. They're, they just think, oh, come on. Yeah, you were 17. She was 37. You liked it. Right. Shut up. And that's that's why nobody's talking about it. I mean, you're right. And that, and that's nobody's the, talking that's about it. That's the standard. It. You're supposed to like it, even if you don't. Right. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. 888-900-3393. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where Beardless Unleashed Jackal Andrew. These names get longer every day. <laughs> Shame on Twitter for allowing so many characters in the name. <laughs> An anonymous source told me that they were sexually assaulted by Beto O'Rourke. Oh, no. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, Hangry Keith, put that in your pipe. Where your grandma stay. That's a lot of tags there. Uh, tell Pat what I learned today. All these people sexually assaulted. No, no. They're, they're, All no, these tags. No. Just by Beto O'Rourke, and then that's for us to look at, right? No. An anonymous source told me that they were sexually assaulted by Beto O'Rourke. Full stop. Full stop, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am Mr. Twitter. I Mr. think you know Twitter. that. I'm proud of you, though, for tweeting over the yeah. weekend. It's so rare right? that you do that on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Or anytime. Well, I mean, You've other than a couple before. times a day, sure, sure. Okay, no, mm-hmm. stop it. You've tweeted before. I have. Just, I've never before. seen you tweet on the weekend since we first started. Well, there was a reason to. You know, it's a big win, man. That was a big freaking win. I'm happy for you. 
Thank you. What's it like to have your college team win? It feels good. Mm-hmm. It was a great weekend. Like it feels really good. Mm-hmm. From uh, Kirkado, Democrats demand Kavanaugh resign based on decades-old fake allegations, yet stay silent on Keith Ellison with evidence of 911 calls to prove it. Wow, what a good point. <laughs> and in fact, we don't even hear the Keith Ellison thing anymore. That's kind of gone away. Mm-hmm. He's already skated from that. It's, it's That's over, unless you can produce the video. Saves 84. Uh, I worked on a shovel-ready job once in Wyoming. Those signs you're talking about? They were about $3,000 a piece. Oh, no. I actually thought they were more than that. Oh, that's a bargain, huh? I actually, yeah, I'd, I'd heard they were. I don't remember how much I, but yeah, 3000 that's still pricey. Um, then we have this anecdotal story from uh, uh, Chris Cruz. Oh, Chris yeah. Cruz went uh, to a concert in downtown Dallas. I don't think he says what. What concert it was? Yeah, I I want to ask him that because with Chris you have no idea what it could yeah, have been. Yeah, I don't know. Boy. So he doesn't mention. Should look and see who was at the uh, at the American Airlines Center over the weekend, Saturday night, maybe. I'm afraid to. So he says he's at a at a concert downtown Dallas, and the amount of Beto shirts and bumper stickers is crazy. Ah oh, man, but I was in. In line, ordering food, and the guys in front of me were talking about Ted versus Beto. The guys were talking about them voting for Beto now, because how can you trust a, a guy like Ted Cruz? That's not even his real name. Oh, my. They said his <clears throat> name's Raphael. I can't vote for someone who changes oh. their name from Raphael <laughs> Edward Cruz to Ted Cruz. At least Beto is close enough to his real name from a guy in line. Give me this thing. No, that's um Beto's not his name. No. Uh Robert Francis O'Rourke. And that's okay. You can you can vote for a guy who's pretending to be Hispanic. Oh, that's unbelievable. People what, are so stupid. What is this concert he was at? Chris Cruz was at the Game of Thrones live concert experience. Boy, do I feel unhip. I haven't even seen the show, much less a concert experience. That's what was there yeah. on Saturday? Well, no, what? that was Sunday. So, Sunday? Know, that's what. Oh. So he finds down the hall there. Neil says that's on Sunday. Uh, yeah, he sent it. Oh, gosh. He sent it Sunday night. He was at the Game of Thrones thing. We got to find out what that's all about. What is that? I don't know. Weird. The Game of Thrones has a like a musical element to it. Hmm. Huh. Okay. All right. Well, I feel even more in yeah, it than I did I mean, five minutes ago. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Hey, the wonder of socialism, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's so appropriate that right now there's so many socialists rising, uh, you know, politically speaking in this country, because socialism works so well, and we have such good proof of that. Nearly 40% of all Venezuelan stores have now closed, some of them permanently, after the government of uh, President Maduro increased the minimum salary by nearly 3,500% in one day. Uh, Many of the companies, which had been barely surviving the gradual collapse of the economy, saw the salary increase and other changes announced last month as the fatal blow in a series of policies that have been gradually strangling their businesses. These decisions are leading many business people to say, nope, I can't do it anymore. According to Maria uh, Carolina Uzgadaki, president of the council, problem is that Venezuelan companies are being 
forced to sell at prices far below cost, just as the employee salaries are increasing by 60 times. What's more, the regime has banned stores from increasing their prices to cover the salary increases, arguing that it's not necessary. If they do increase prices, store owners or managers can end up in prison. Socialism works so well. Right? We just need to embrace it more, like like Venezuela did. You know, Venezuela didn't embrace it enough. That's why they're having problems. If they just go further, they go all the way to communism, just embrace it completely. She said, we have inspections and they force us to sell at last month's prices. That takes money away from the business because of the hyperinflation. When you can't even sell at yesterday's prices because you lose money. And anyone who protests against these measures runs the risk of going to jail without the right to appeal. Without the right to anything. Simply because the official whose turn it was to inspect the store just felt like arresting you. He did it and that's it. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Wow, things are bad there. Mm. Also, North Dakota's oil production right now has surged to a new record um, this summer. And it actually outstripped the entire nation of Venezuela. So there's more oil production from North Dakota than OPEC oil member Venezuela. Is that amazing? Wow. They pumped 1,270,000 barrels a day in July in North Dakota. Um, And Venezuela pumped 1,240,000 barrels. Jeez, that is really something else. Man, Another indication of how badly the country's doing, though. Yeah, that's true. And I I remember seeing something a few years ago. It was at least a few years ago that uh, North Dakota, like the oil, was starting to dry up. Apparently not. No. Okay. I don't think so. They they say that all the time. Mm-hmm. We're going to hit peak oil. It's true. You're going to hit peak oil. Yeah, they started saying that in about 1920. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're at peak oil now. The production's just going to go away. Uh, we're at peak oil. Which, again, has led to my, my belief that oil is some kind of naturally occurring goo in the, uh, in the earth. It's not just squishy dinosaur bones? Mm-mm. Huh. Nope. Okay. So, but that, I think it's a renewable resource. Wait a minute, though. You're telling me that the Earth is polluting itself? Mm-hmm. So the That's Earth is warming you. itself by producing more oil? Yeah. Don't tell Harrison Ford that. He's not happy right now. Why? What's wrong with Harrison? Well, he doesn't like the fact that um, that, that climate change just continues um, oh boy. unabated because of idiots like you and me. Oh, no. He's unhappy about... Yeah, uh, he's not happy. Oh, he's, gosh. In fact, he's, he's starting to sound like an animal uh, when he speaks because he's so uh. unhappy. <laughs> He's angry at those who don't believe in science. Huh, you mean like the people who don't think um, a human baby is a human (laughs) baby? Like those people? Or the people who believe that there's 183 genders when there's actually two? You mean like that? Douche. What an idiot. Mm -hmm. All right, let's let's see what he had to say. uh, Because I certainly don't want to offend Harrison Ford. (laughs) Here's what he said. Stop giving power to people who don't believe in science, or worse than that, pretend they don't believe in science for their own self-interest. Right, they know who they are. We know who they are. We are all rich or poor, powerful or powerless. We will all suffer the effects 
of climate change and ecosystem destruction, and we are facing what is quickly becoming the mm. greatest moral crisis of our time. Oh, no. That those least responsible will bear the greatest costs. Wow, that's powerful. That's powerful. Yeah. They, and you know who you are. Yeah. Okay, you bad people, you know who you are. You know who he's talking about. But he actually growled at the beginning of that clip. Yeah, he I did. Mean, he's, uh, he's very passionate. And uh, anyone uh, tells you it's not a religion. So stupid. Or more accurately put, a cult. Yeah. Is uh, yeah. misunderstanding the definition of that word. You know, and I'm sure that uh, he stopped his flying because I know he's a big pilot. Yeah, 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 I'm course. sure he stopped doing that. Oh, listen to you, Mr. Cynical. Of course he did. Of course he stopped, right? Yeah. He's, he doesn't fly anymore. He's also clearly saving water. Um, he's not shaving anymore these days. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a good look. He yeah. and uh, David Letterman should uh-huh. rub beards together or something. Well, like yeah. uh, <laughs> That actually happened this weekend. I know. It's so sick. <laughs> Two Tampa Bay Ryan Fitzpatrick yes. and I don't know somebody else on the team with a long beard <laughs> kind of did a beard kiss. Ugh. Gross! Oh. It's like icky. Stop it! <laughs> Stop it! Something's out of control with him though. He is on fire right now yeah. with the Bucks. Jeez. Yep. yep. Um, that was the most fantasy football points scored back to back weeks by a quarterback. Yeah, like forty, ever. right? Wasn't he close yeah, to forty in my points? League, he's right at ninety points over two weeks, which wow. is ridiculous. According to uh, NFL Network, I think it was thirty-eight points this week, mm-hmm. or thirty-eight point nine, or something. It was it depends a lot, on your scoring. Yeah, a lot mm-hmm. of points. So anyway, he's he's playing really well. I I think I'd keep playing him as long as he plays like this. I'm but not Jameis putting is coming Jameis back. Winston back what? in there. No. In you fact, I, I might say there? sayonara to Jameis Winston. Yeah, you might want to make a roster spot. Bye-bye. Because you're pretty good right now with Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's mm. he's had a couple seasons where you think, wow, where yeah. was this? Yeah, and that's what gave him a long-term deal uh, a couple years ago uh, yeah. with the Jets. And then he was bad mm-hmm. after getting the deal. Now he's good again. And now the Jets are like, wait. Whoa. But they're happy with their guy. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, all right, Joe. Uh, hi, you're on the blaze. Uh-oh. Hi, how you doing? Good. Uh, listen, I was wondering if you guys have been tracking Pico still and where he's at, because I heard a guy was killed by a shark. <laughs> off yeah, that is true. And it's not funny, but that is true. Yes, a, a man sadly died. Do not try to pin that on Pico. Yeah, no. We have pretty good evidence nope. he was not in nope. the area. We checked We checked Pico's route. Mm-hmm. He has been hanging around uh, Long Island, New York. He wasn't anywhere near Massachusetts. Pico has an alibi, y'all. He's yeah, innocent. He's, okay. Thank you, though, Joe. I, I appreciate <laughs> appreciate the opportunity to clear his name because uh, I'm sure a lot of people wondered that. Was that was that Pico finally exacting his revenge? No. Did he finally eat the family that left Texas and went to the East Coast? No. No, not yet. No. He's still trying to lull that family into yeah. a false sense of security. This here was a frame job. This was a frame. Yep, and uh, but fortunately we're we've been tracking him, and he wasn't there. He was not in the neighborhood at the time. Unless he might have. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. What if he tied his uh, <laughs> to somebody else? Another shark. He's like, go swim around, go swim around New York or something. Just get out of here because I can take. Okay. Well, I mean, if he's smart enough to move and find this family. You know, on the East Coast. Yeah. yeah he's I, smart enough to give his I, tracker to somebody else. If he's smart enough to fly over the peninsula of this yeah, and say to right? Florida. Right? I mean, it's hard to put anything past Pico. 
It's amazing. It's been 82 years since a shark attack claimed a life in Massachusetts. Wow. Wow. 1936. Uh, Joseph Troy Jr., a 16-year-old, was killed. Was This was the last time it happened. Was killed by a shark, a white shark, uh, on Buzzards Bay in 1936. That mm. was the last time until this weekend. That's sad. Suffered a shark attack off Cape Cod. The first fatal encounter in Massachusetts in eight decades. Wow. Bystanders pulled a 26-year-old bite victim onto the beach and performed CPR. Uh, He'd been boogie boarding with another person uh, when the shark attacked him. He uh, later died at the hospital. Really sad. 888 but not Pico. No. 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. Returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray. Triple eight, 900-3393. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, uh, Sal in Florida. You're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, Pat. Hey. Uh, Pat, big congratulations on your BYU victory over my Wisconsin Badgers. Thank you. Um, and and um, it was um, not exactly an ass beating like your song had, but <laughs> a missed field goal. Uh, it was a missed, a missed field goal is a missed field goal. And, and if you are a uh-huh. fan, which I know you are, yes. you know that when we were driving into the red zone there, uh-huh. and the play prior to the missed field goal where the BYU defender mauled our receiver in the middle. And it, it no, mauled. that's Yeah, well, untrue. whatever case. It was worth it to hear you... Give us all your Harry Reid esque version of your victory song, which was <laughs> good. Which was brilliant. So, hey, uh, and uh, and a Packer fan as well. My God, what is happening with the officials? Oh my gosh! I mean, that now that was unbelievable. That was unfreaking believable. Uh, are, no, are you going to let them play football they... anymore, or should you put a oh. flag on the side of their uh, uh, on each side of their hips? Let, <laughs> no, but well. well Pat, seriously, you think about that. You've got million. Aaron Rodgers just signs the highest paid contract in the history. You've mm-hmm. got all of these teams, the schedules, it's billion dollars at everywhere you look. And it's coming down to a handful of officials that are part of a union that nobody has any recourse. Yeah, and they're really, throwing games. Really bad. Really yeah, bad. It's out of control. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Sal. Did you go to Wisconsin? Uh, actually, yeah, the Milwaukee UWM, though. Okay. But I hate Madison. Oh, and that's another thing. I'm glad the Badgers lost because of their ridiculous ice cream, uh, whatever the hell they're protesting. <laughs> yes. You yes. know that Madison is the epicenter of uh, progressivism, so they deserve to lose and go BYU. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Sal. <laughs> uh, yeah, the uh, ridiculousness of this ice cream thing. The University of Wisconsin in Madison, so it's UW, uh, their students say that the ice cream they're serving is marginalizing Muslims and vegans. I'm sorry? Yeah, the the Muslims and the vegans on campus are being marginalized because the ice cream contains some kind of bone gelatin or something, some sort of meat gelatin from we, we animal product. Okay, look, in the process of showing how ludicrous this story is, are you going to ruin ice cream for us? Uh, yes. 
Well, see, but not all ice cream contains gelatin like this. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they do offer gelatin-free ice cream at the University Ice Cream Shop. Then everybody should be happy. You should just order the other stuff right. that doesn't What's have it, it okay, in it then. then we're done. Good. Right? Move on. But no, they have oh. to bitch about it even being available because it's marginalizing Muslims and vegans. I, it's so asinine. So there's a new piece of legislation entitled Ice Cream for All <laughs> at the, uh, in the student government, which was first reported on by Campus Reform. The student council argues that the university's use of standard ice cream is discriminatory against members of the Muslim, Jewish, Hindu, and Buddhist religions. Uh, Of course, vegetarians, too, and vegans. Mm -hmm. It argues that the use of ice cream may make members of those communities feel unwelcome on campus. I don't care. Are you really that that hard up to find something to bitch about that you got to go to gelatin... In ice cream, and of course, gelatin would contain bone product from animals. That's what gelatin is. Mm. It's made up. Look at Jello. Jello, for instance. Jello gelatin is what? It's like bone matter from animals. That's why uh, Stu won't eat it. Thanks for ruining. Ice he will cream. not eat mm-hmm. gelatin at all. Any Jello, unless it's vegan Jello. Which I don't, I don't know if they can even do. I don't know how it holds together without that. But. but the reasons given for not changing the gelatins in the name of tradition exclude Muslim, Buddhist, Hindu, Jewish, vegetarian, and vegan students from partaking in eating the official campus-wide traditional ice cream that is often listed as part of the Wisconsin experience. This is just pathetic, and they deserve the beating they got on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Um, University of Wisconsin, Madison. You deserve the beating you got. Look, look at me right here. Look this at me. is as dumb as it gets. We don't care. Mm. We don't care that ice cream offends you. In fact, I am sick and tired of seeing... The, every every liberal loves to put on this coexist bumper sticker. Mm. They want us to all get along and share the space equally. And then, then all of a sudden, then this, this university bends over backwards and says, look, you know, we can offer two kinds of ice cream. We have normal ice cream has the, you know, the, the crushed up bones or whatever mm-hmm. patches ruined ice cream for me. And we've got mm-hmm. the other kind that the vegans and the Muslims and the Hindus can all have. But that's not good enough. No, 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 no. no. That's not good enough. The you other don't want kind to coexist. Can't be available at all, apparently. You want to change us? Screw you. Legislation reads: symbolic issues like these have always and will always play a critical role in whether marginalized students and people feel welcome, included, and connected to their community. If you're offended by ice cream, you, you need to go home. Yeah, shut up. You you, you can't be at our university. That's mm-hmm. what I just. I mean, you can't be at a university mm-hmm. if you're this freaking sensitive go home and just sit in your room and close all the doors and windows and don't turn on any kind of electronic media ever not the internet not television not radio don't look at anything because you will be offended Mm -hmm. by something someday yeah read the ap style book uh, for entertainment because that's a safe space for you right there. In fact, yeah. I just looked ahead at Wisconsin's 2019 football schedule. I was really hoping BYU was going to host Wisconsin next year, maybe do a home at home so that we could really... Sadly, they hosted them last year. Okay. Well, let's yeah. not talk about and that. And got a 40-6 yeah, beating We're good. Nope, for we're good. You already yeah. ruined ice cream. Don't ruin that right. as well. <sighs> Astonishingly, the university already offers gelatin-free ice cream, the university ice cream shop. As that's not good enough. You got to change us. Enough. You got to change all of us so we're just like you. No! The, the campus produces and sells 
super premium ice cream, sherbet, and Greek frozen yogurt options that are made with a plant-based stabilizer and are gelatin-free. Then they just shut up! The campus also offers a lactose-free ice cream for those with dairy allergies. Despite this, the student council has demanded that school officials acknowledge standard ice cream options marginalize religious students on campus. I, it's so seriously, get out of school. You, you can't go to school anymore. Nope. You you can't have a job. You can't function in society. Get out. I mean, the next thing go you're gonna, home. Next thing you're going to tell me is that you're not allowed to tackle a quarterback <sighs> in football. Well, not if you're burping the quarterback. <laughs> you don't want to burp the quarterback on the way down because that that of course would be wrong. Um, and don't put your full weight on him. And don't hit him low. And don't hit him high. There's like an inch and a half in the middle where you're completely welcome to tap show, him, show, tap him lightly, and see if you can trip exactly him. Show me exactly like point on yourself it's, there. Was I it? would say it's right about. Is well, it? I don't want to. What? I don't want to. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you that football and ice cream point. ruined. Yeah. In 2018, America. Right. That's right. Uh, is it Tris? Wisconsin? Thris? Chris? Is this? It's Thris? It's Chris. Chris. That's not Bob? I, that's what I thought. I thought it was Bob. Okay, yeah, so they, Chris in Utah, not in Wisconsin. Oh, okay. They put Hell no. Thr- Thris now you've got me in, in Wisconsin. That, uh, team that our team just beat. Oh, man. That's bad. Okay, so Chris in Utah. Oh, for two. Yeah, Welcome. How are you doing today, anyway? Good. I'm doing great. Good. Hey, I was just uh, wondering talk. about what... Small has talk. anybody ever done a study on a carbon footprint of these Hollywood nutcases <laughs> making a movie? What <laughs> yeah. would be the carbon footprint of one typical movie film oh. that harrison ford starred in uh it would be a lot of carbon exactly are you kidding me they shouldn't be you're right they should not be producing these things they're unnecessary the well the hypocrisy is just no, it's it's, crazy yeah it is yes it is uh are you also a uh, byu fan chris yep. are you yeah i'm a utah county born in utah county so nice yeah. uh where in utah county do you live I, well, I don't anymore. I, used to, I grew oh. up in Lehigh. Okay. Now nice. it's gotten huge, and yeah, they got them out of there, but yep. because it's a mess. All right. Well, uh, appreciate the call. Thanks, Chris. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Harry in Georgia, you're on the blaze. Hi. Pat, you know, I, I can't talk to the Muslim aspect of this, but, but regarding the vegans, mm-hmm. everybody seems to be forgetting the main component of ice cream is milk and egg. Vegans don't eat that. <laughs> That's a really good point. What the heck? A, <laughs> they can't have any kind of ice cream, right? No. Milk, mm. eggs, cream, those are all dairy products. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, good point. Thanks, Harry. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pac Ray Unleashed coming up. Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here. On the Blaze Radio Network. Well, um, Elon Musk 
got his wish. Good for him. Uh, the cave rescuer is officially suing him for calling him a pedophile. Oh, boy. Uh, back on August 29th, Elon Musk tweeted out, I hope he effing sues me. Yeah, he did. So there you go. So congratulations. Oh. He is now suing you. Well, Elon, congratulations. A plan came together then. <laughs> mm-hmm. Kind of uh, str- a strange situation. So weird. I mean, can't help but think somebody told him, "Hey, Elon, this guy is an actual pedophile," and he just took that to the bank and it was and a- believed it. And it was the guy that made fun of his little invention mm-hmm. that goes underwater like a little mm-hmm. submarine thingy, and so this and guy it really was- offended him. Uh-huh. Um, saying that that was a public- publicity stunt or whatever the guy said about him uh, really offended him and pissed him off, and so he's been on a you know, jihad against the guy ever since. Now, he's also supposed to be revealing the round-the-moon passenger that I somebody paid for a trip around the moon from SpaceX. And tonight, Musk is apparently going to reveal who that is. That's kind of cool. I It'll be the 25th person to ever swing around the backside of the moon and the first since the Apollo missions ended in 1972. Uh, and, you know, you're, you're really kind of taking a risk believing that, this, that he can pull this off. I mean, he, can't, he, he can't even do colors on Tesla cars. <laughs> Are you going to trust that he can fly you around the moon and back safely? Uh, <laughs> uh, we can't figure out how to, you know actually produce these cars with different colors uh you know that's too complex (laughs) but yeah fly me around the dark side of the moon sure (laughs) yeah i don't know i don't know right now if i have enough confidence maybe maybe um but the announcement is scheduled for six eastern so five central four mountain and three on the pacific time zone it's two if you're in the aleutian islands yeah, okay. It's like 1 o'clock, depending on the time of year in Hawaii. All right. Mm-hmm. Time is it on the moon? I don't know. The announcement, uh, the mission will be an important step toward enabling access for everyday people who dream of traveling to space. Uh, but this isn't just a space tourism flight like those envisioned by Virgin Atlantic. SpaceX has bigger plans. Musk posted photos yesterday showing a huge rocket that will be used for the mission which also happens to be one of the company plans to use the company plans to use it uh, to create a Mars colony in the next decade too. The hashtag on his next tweet was Occupy Mars. Oh. That's pretty cool. It wasn't pedo guy? No. He's already used that no. one. Sorry. <laughs> uh, with the launch of a satellite earlier this month, SpaceX said it now has 60 successful blastoffs. The company currently has the Falcon and Falcon Heavy rockets, uh, and so I, I don't know when this when this planned trip around the moon is scheduled, but um, I'll bet that costs a fortune. Yeah, and depending on how much he has to pay out to that guy overseas, uh, it could be delayed even longer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Oh boy. Also, Saudi Arabia has just invested one billion dollars in a competitor to Tesla. So he's got some issues there, potentially. And Mercedes just announced they're going after Tesla with an all-electric car. 
That's interesting, though, that Saudi Arabia, you know, they want us using oil. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that they are kind of uh, expanding their portfolio these days because they're feeling a little pinch, I yeah. guess. I think they're trying to branch out a little bit. They need oh. to, you know. Oil nations probably need to. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. It's Constitution Day, by the way. Don't forget that. Happy Constitution Day. Yeah, seventeenth uh, of September. Mm-hmm. Wow, how about that? I mean, I think the Bill of Rights needs its own day, but uh, does. Well, we'll go with the Constitution. Fine, okay. whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, in case you missed it, um, the WNBA championship. Happened last week. In I case think. I missed it, you and I had a watch party. Don't right. We oh, did, you're talking course. to the audience. Yeah. I'm right. sorry. You and I already know. Yes, yes obviously. The Seattle Storm uh, beat the Washington Mystics, as if I have to tell anyone. 98-82. Well, after the game, Storm point guard Sue Bird oh, said the team would decline an invitation to the White House should one be offered. At this point, does it even need to be discussed? She asked. It's come up. We pay attention to what happened with Minnesota and not getting invited. We all pay attention to what's going on. But then she said, it's a huge disappointment. It used to be something that's really special and something that was an honor and you look forward to. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you look forward to being invited and then... Uh, you don't want to go. You don't want to go. You declare that you won't accept an invitation if it were to come. Oh, all right. I mean, Ooh. that's just stupid. And here's the thing. Um, I doubt Trump even knows there is a WNBA because nobody, hardly anybody does. Nobody goes. Nobody watches it. Nobody cares. See, even yeah. the people who watch don't care. Yeah, yeah, obviously, <laughs> it, it was on uh, ESPN Ocho for the finals. But um, <laughs> the thing is, to be invited to um, the people's house, um, mm-hmm. you kind of have to be relevant. Mm-hmm. Is is the thing right? And uh, the WNBA is the furthest from that definition. Very true. So so. Uh, but didn't good she, luck. Didn't she quote this player that's like, "Well, I want to be invited, but I'm not going." Didn't she say uh, that the Minnesota coach last year, the Minnesota, you know, Lynx, as we all know them? Uh, what did that coach say about Trump didn't invite us? And, and her reason for that? Uh, Lynx coach Cheryl Reeve said they weren't invited because Trump hates women. Okay. Or you're irrelevant. I don't as know a if you know this. Uh, he's married to a woman, and his daughter is a woman. In fact, all of his daughters are, are women. Really? So, yeah. Yeah. Huh. I don't think he hates any of them, quite frankly. Okay. Uh, he's also slept with other women that he apparently didn't hate. Liked them enough to sleep with them, you know. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Reeve said, it's hard not to think that gender is playing a role here because of the consistency with which men's teams are being invited and celebrated. I think it reflects the priorities of this particular administration. Yeah, the WNBA is not a priority for anybody, yeah. let alone the administration. Trump has hosted several professional and collegiate teams, including the 2017 uh, Super Bowl champion Patriots. The World Series champion Houston Astros and Stanley Cup winning Pittsburgh Penguins. But then teams began to get hyper political. Trump withdrew an invitation to the Golden State Warriors when Stephen Curry said the team wouldn't accept. Uh, this year, Trump did not invite the Eagles after they won the Super Bowl. Uh, and because a lot of the players said they wouldn't go anyway. Also, uh, after both NCAA champions 
2017, the South Carolina women's team and the North Carolina men's team declined White House invitations. Neither NCAA champion was invited in this year either. Bird did go to the White House in 2010 when the Storm won the NBA championship. I've been really fortunate to go, and it's exciting. You're going to the White House. I remember first walking into the room to meet President Obama and the aura. It's insane. Oh, the aura of that man. Yeah, that's incredible. Now, that's not the case anymore. It doesn't feel exciting. Nobody wants to go. It's totally changed, and that's disappointing because it used to be, like I said, something that most athletes would look forward to. You just want to say, okay, shut up. Shut up. Nobody cares about your stupid sport. Nobody cares about whether you go. Why don't you just stop whining about it? You don't want to go? Don't go. Okay? Why do we have to hear about it? Ugh, agonizing. Also now, uh, Bob Woodward, whose best-selling book, I don't know, he sold like 17 billion copies already. Yeah. In three hours. That's a big number. Sold 17 billion copies You're in rounding three up. hours. Obviously, it was actually 16.7 yes, billion. Yes, I did round it to the next billion. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I, got you, I got your point. <clears throat> anyway, he, is, uh, he said that there's no evidence of any Trump-Russia collusion. Now, this is a guy that everybody's proclaiming did such incredible research. He did hours and hours. Hours of interviews with everybody Trump's ever met, everybody who's been to the White House, everybody who's ever heard of Trump. He talked to absolutely every person and recorded everything they said. All right. Well, now he's saying that in his research here, there's no evidence of Trump-Russia collusion. Interesting. Um, He's not the only one saying that right now. We just have breaking news that Lisa Page has testified that the FBI had not seen any kind of evidence of collusion um, Wow! in 10 months uh, of investigating. Really? And um, and I guess she made the admission after being asked about a text message she received from Peter Strzok in which she expressed, uh, when he expressed concern that, quote, there's no big there there. And she says, yeah, we were talking about the uh, Russian... Uh, Trump collusion. collusion. That was 10 months they found no oh, collusion wow. evidence. And um, Wow. There you go. So Well, that's pretty interesting. Ain't nobody finding it right now. Because it doesn't exist. And I think we've known that from the beginning. I certainly suspected that from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're still trying. They're still pushing for it. We'll see. Sounds like a fair investigation, though. Definitely over the FBI, right? I mean, it wasn't yeah. political at all. I mean, it was a completely non-politically motivated investigation that was just meant to get at the facts. And uh, they got to them, and they found none. <laughs> right. So there you right. go. There you go. <laughs> uh, also, police are uh, were just called on a man, Jimmy Caven, who is an ardent supporter of law enforcement and first responders. And... Um, so he went down to a Nike store uh, with Nike doing this Colin Kaepernick thing, and he sat in the tailgate of his truck and waved a black flag adorned with a blue stripe, which is the universal pro-police symbol. So he's outside of a Nike store waving his pro-police flag, and they called the police on him. <laughs> <laughs> 
That'd be an yeah. awkward visit by the cops. Wait, yeah, hey, would. you're uh, waving hey. a pro us flag. Huh. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I got to arrest you. Um, he explained about 15 minutes into his protest, a Little Rock police officer approached him. The officer was called to in response to a disturbance outside their store. Even though he didn't talk to a single shopper, didn't he didn't accost anybody, he didn't say anything to anybody, he just waved the flag. Um, but the store manager at the Nike store called police anyway. So despite um, disagreeing with you know the whole thing that Kaepernick is doing, um, Kevin told uh, the reporters that he supports Kaepernick's right to protest and he was just doing the same thing Kaepernick is doing. His protest came about a week into the Nike announcement of, of Kaepernick and I it looks like um, he wound up not being arrested by police but they talked to him and I guess told him to stop, and and so he stopped. Hey, stop supporting us. Uh, okay. <laughs> all right. We're going to yes, have sir. to put you in jail. Uh, all right. <laughs> so I guess I, I, I don't support the police anymore. Good. All right. Beat it. Uh, 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray returns on the Blaze Radio Network. Hello and uh, welcome. 888-900-3393 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Another climate change claim by uh, former Vice, Vice President Al Gore coming under fire. This one involves, as you would probably expect, Hurricane Florence. <laughs> Gore said Friday that Two major storms from the Atlantic and Pacific Oceans had never made landfall at the same time. Referring, of course, to Florence, uh, the Category 1 storm that struck North Carolina, and Super Typhoon Mangut, which hit the Philippines Saturday. Okay. It's the first time in this is the first time in history that two major storms are making landfall from the Atlantic and the Pacific simultaneously. <laughs> That's what he told the crowd at the Global Climate Action Summit in San Francisco. Unfortunately, it isn't true. Wait, Al Gore. Okay. Yeah, I Cut know. Him some slack. Right. It's the first time he would have ever gotten anything wrong, Pat. Well, except for pretty much everything he's ever said. Uh-oh. But other than that, okay. he cited the storm activity on opposite sides of the globe as an example of climate change driving unusual and extreme weather. But meteorologist Ryan Mao was quick to call BS. Al Gore just fraudulently claimed without any evidence that we've never had hurricanes in both the Atlantic and Pacific making landfall at the same time. So, I mean, it's, such statements show that he is not familiar with the history of tropical cyclone landfalls. Uh, that's from another scientist, um, 
Mr. Pilkey. Oh. Uh, numer- numerous articles and even books have been written fact-checking and challenging Gore's climate predictions and pronouncements, Roy Spencer's An Inconvenient Deception, and Al Gore's Science Fiction, A Skeptic's Guide to an Inconvenient Truth uh, from Marlo Lewis. Uh, but they quickly uh, threw water on the claim that it never happens in the Atlantic and the Pacific. At the same time, it's happened multiple times before. Gore said, even without the cyclonic storms, we're putting so much heat into the oceans. We're using the sky as an open sewer. This is literally insane. Now, we all know about how bad it is on the ocean, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Bad. It's Um, so bad. All that heat going into the ocean. Mm -hmm. You know what's happened there. Carbon emissions also trap heat. Mm -hmm. Today's report shows oceans have absorbed 90% of that heat. Wow. Raising ocean temperatures by half a degree. Wow. Had all that heat gone into the atmosphere, air temperatures could have risen by more than 200 degrees. (laughs) Okay, now that's of all the heat that went into the ocean, went into the atmosphere instead. So what they're essentially saying is if the... If the Earth didn't act the way it does, if it didn't work the way it does, okay. uh, we would have all been burned up. Yeah. But here's the thing. The Earth does act the way it does. So are you telling me you didn't know that? That that the oceans would absorb heat? You didn't know that before? And yet we're supposed to listen to everything you ever say. <laughs> unbelievable man this world man it is unbelievable and somehow it gets away with it all the time he gets away with it fortunately somebody called his bs this time several scientists said no uh that happens all the time it's happened multiple times in the past uh you can't just make stuff up except he does all the time he does what was it he said about the uh he was on, mm, what show was that? Was he on with uh, Jay Leno at this time when he said this? Two kilometers or so down in down. most places, there in are these places. incredibly hot incredibly. rocks because the interior of the earth is extremely, extremely hot, hot, several million degrees. And the crust. <laughs> he, just, he just whisked right by it like, I mean, you know, it's several million degrees. It's anyway. Extremely hot, several million degrees. Um, so it's. Hotter than the surface of the sun? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. 537 votes. That man would have been president of the United oh States gosh. on 9-11. Good golly. I love Two this, kilometers though. or so down in yeah. most places there are these incredibly, incredibly hot, hot rocks. Because the interior of the earth is extremely, extremely hot, hot. Several million degrees. And the crust <laughs> of the know, earth is... As you know. <laughs> you don't need me to tell you that. As I, as I know, uh, it's several million degrees hot just to... Two kilometers. That's less than two miles down. Wow. That's amazing. So wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on a second. Mm -hmm. So the earth is holding all of this heat, Pat. Yes. The oceans are holding all of this heat. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, we're out of real estate. Where else is it going to go now? I don't know, man. Now we're out of space. You better not dig a hole in the earth because all that heat will then just... That's going to escape. Escape. Oh, boy. Go straight into the atmosphere. There's nothing left. Kill us dead. 
Of course, there's also this. Hey, I went down to Miami and saw fish from the ocean swimming in the streets on a sunny day. The same thing was true in Honolulu <laughs> just two days ago, just from high tides just, because just of high the tides. sea level rise sea now. Level rise. We are going to suffer some of these consequences, but we can limit and avoid the most catastrophic consequences right. if we accelerate the pace of change that's now beginning. But that's the thing. We've got to accelerate the pace. And the pace at which you're dumping money into my bank account, that's the most important thing that needs to happen here, is continue to accelerate the pace at which I'm becoming wealthy. I am the first ever climate billionaire, and I want to be a trillionaire before this thing is through. How much do you think he's worth now? Oh, he's he's worth probably close to a billion dollars. Let's find out. I don't know if they'll. I don't know if they know well, exactly what he's worth. But he got that five hundred million dollar thing just from Kuwait. Yeah, this is or too, not Kuwait? Was it Kuwait? No, it was uh, uh, Yemen, Qatar. Qatar. Yeah, yeah okay. Qatar. Well, let's. What see. do they say he's worth? Boy, I don't know. I hate asking questions and not knowing the answer. Uh, okay, Al Gore, as mm-hmm. of May of 2017, mm-hmm. uh, apparently had a worth of $300 million. $300 million. That was a year and a half ago. Um, I think some- that's a little bit uh, light on oh, yeah. his bank account in well, reality. Al, let's be honest. It mm-hmm. probably could be substantially more if you didn't burn lights 24-7 at your mansion in Tennessee. Yeah. You know, that probably cuts in that electric bill, probably. Oh, he's got a mansion now in uh, in Malibu as well. Uh, $10 million place on a cliff in Malibu where, if I'm not mistaken, uh, that's going to fall into the ocean because of all this climate change. Well, you think he'd plan, he, if anyone would plan better, it would be Al, Gore, be Al Gore, knowing what's just around the corner. Yeah. Uh, apparently, this uh, latest thing now, $325 million with a salary, annual salary of $25 million. What's his salary so, coming from? That's what I'm trying to find out here. Where is he getting this money? A salary of $25 million? Wow. How does that's Al a good salary. Money? And a net worth of three twenty-five. Whoa, wait a minute. So he owns $35 million worth of Apple shares? The, the, oh, wow. The, the, but Apple products require electricity. Electricity requires coal-fired <laughs> plants. <laughs> Let's see. I, I don't know where he's... He doesn't care. You remember that email that went around about his house... In Tennessee, it was that yep. one. That's true. Uh, and it and compared to George W. Bush's house yep. in Crawford, mm-hmm. and his was all ecologically correct. And Bush's it, was mm-hmm. yes, and Bush's it recycled everything, yep. and the water came from like some underground thermal thing that he heated his house with, and Gore wasted all this stuff, and it was true. It turned out to be true. Oh, look at this! He makes his twenty-five million a year as the. He's the founder and current CEO of the Alliance for Climate Protection. Wow. wow. Why don't you donate that $25 million, since you got $325 million you can live off of. That's Take that salary great and give it to the EPA. I don't know. Some cause that you love so much. Ugh, hypocrite. That's a good gig, man. All right. Be back tomorrow. See you then. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.